from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. Welcome back to the Superiority Complex, everyone. Your new favorite podcast. Another exciting week here at the old Superiority Complex. Before I forget, I failed to mention last week, I was a guest last week on our friend Stephen Izzy's show, uh, Everything I Learned From Movies, and I was talking about Diamonds Are Forever. So if you go to Everything I Learned From Movies, uh, just it's at E-I-L-F-M, uh, or no, E-I-L-F Movies, I think. That's the one you hate. What, the podcast or the no, no, movie? Diamonds yeah, are yeah, Forever. Diamonds are forever. Yeah. <laughs> what, the podcast? Yeah, what, the podcast? <laughs> diamonds uh, are Forever. Yeah, we talked about Diamonds are Forever. You went easy. on there? You fucking hate it's that. It's easier to talk about. You know we love you, Stephen Izzy. Uh, yeah, you didn't bring us with you. Guys, the, guys these, are, these conversations are when the microphone is off. The hate mail, guys. The All right. hate mail. The, That's cool. So uh, how'd you start riffing on that? Were they watching they, it? Or? We watched it. And we, we, we hey, commented. Oh, it I'm going to listen to that. Mm. I'm going to tune in because I get the feeling you might have flipped. Steve and Izzy have a great show. <laughs> and they, they, they always have a, they're always so kind to me. They're always inviting me on. And it's they were a lot of fun. They are great. Are we going to do another show with them? I hope so. Uh, I liked it the way, the way Steve would shamelessly plug his uh, yeah. show. I did not do that, though, but uh, I should have. Because, mm. uh, but uh, no, check them out. It's a great show, and I had a fun time talking about Diamonds Are Forever. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, I, you know, we, we talked about the fact that Mr. Wint and Mr. Kidd are probably the most capable Bond villains because they keep getting the drop on him. They're just, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're like, wow. He, you, know, <laughs> you don't think that they're, or you old, think that he's probably going to kill him, yeah. Or old Sean Connery is the least capable Bond. Yeah, that guy could be it too. Nah. If they, uh, if they knew wine a little better, he never would have caught him. That's right. <laughs> Uh, that and the perfume. He's like, I smelled that before. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So check that out. Stephen Izzy, everything I learned from movies, Diamonds Are Forever. Uh, question of the week comes from Matthew Berkey. John, unfortunately, you might not be able to answer this mm. one. What is your favorite Super Mario Brothers video game? What is your favorite <laughs> Super that Mario me Brothers video game? Something. Yoshi Island. Okay, let's think the about DS it. That's the end of the... <laughs> okay, well, now you remember that. You remember that, and we, okay. we go into it we'll at the talk end of about the, it. Okay. Before we wrap <laughs> things up. Okay. John, you think of one, too. So the original Super Mario Brothers counts. Heck, off the Donkey Kong counts. There's a Mario okay, Brothers. I played that. It. The one that goes... That's the last time I played... <laughs> That's the last time I played uh, Donkey Kong. It's funny, I was at my cousin's house this weekend. For her birthday, she bought herself a Pac-Man machine. So we were all sitting there playing. Yeah. Wow. We're like, where'd you get that? She's like, it's for my birthday. How long? How long? How long can we do this? I just want to see somebody grab a hammer. That's really old. That is really old. There's no, they're not moving. Where's the move? The doop, doop, boop, boom, 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 boom. Oh. There it is. 
Oh, beautiful. My childhood. Do you remember when you would go? I remember as a kid when Chuck E. Cheese was an actual arcade. You, you just couldn't hear anything. It was like it was like it was like overload, sensory yeah. overload. Yeah. Screaming and all loud those machines, every Pac-Man going all the at the song, same time, going at the yeah. same time, yeah. asteroids and. Wait, to be a parent, screaming their head off. Yeah. Being a parent in one of those places must have just been the worst. Huh? Justina is excusing herself. She's recusing herself. Uh, Number just, one. Okay. Oh, she's going pee, so we'll all be quiet while she goes to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> gonna turn up the mic. Yeah. So, uh, well, welcome, guys. How was your week? Everybody's doing well. Everybody's excited. Yeah. We had some uh, big movie releases. So you, you and Justine did see uh, Black Widow. Yes. John, you saw it. I in saw the theater? it. Why don't you guys start out with a review of Black Widow? I have not seen it yet, but uh, we'll keep it spoiler free for the. Uh, for the kids, uh, Jake, you still haven't seen it. Nope. All right, uh, go, Patrick. Well, we'll wait till just seeing. So go ahead, John. What did you yeah, think? I liked it. I thought it was really good. I wasn't really expecting much, but I thought it had a lot of. Uh, it was like a good spy movie, you know, because a lot of it's, you know, dealing with her background as being. This is the events uh, as I. This was after the Civil Wars, right? Yes. What she's doing after Civil War and between Endgame. What she's so. doing basically during that time, and she's—they're being hunted. Yeah. Her and Cap and all those yes. guys. Is this so what she's Red on the run? Yeah. Okay. Is this what Red Sparrow wanted to be? Nah. Yeah. They keep saying that, but I don't know that this is a lot like Red Sparrow. Other than they are training them as young girls to be assassins and all that. But you really don't even get a training montage or anything like that. Yeah, I thought there was. This was going to do flashbacks, and this really is what she's doing yeah. after Civil Wars. Yeah. Okay. And, but she does meet up with her family. She was part of this implanted. It's kind of like, was it the Americans with Carrie Russell? Where they're like an American, yeah. they're, they're planted in America to be like an American family, but they're not even related. The mom and dad and the kids aren't even related. They're just there posing as an American family. Oh, okay. and, and they're very little. Her and her sister are just kids. And so they do give you a flashback of that. Because they're like, what, was it Ohio? Yes, Ohio. And so, you know, they've just got this family scene going and all of a sudden, without any warning, it's like, okay, drop everything. You're going back, you know. What, you liked it though. I liked it a lot. I thought the action was really sharp. I thought she did a great job. The girl playing her sister did a great job. It's a good bad guy. <laughs> so I thought, and I thought the dad was hilarious. So that's what the guy from um, Stranger, Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah. yeah, and also he was a Hellboy in that last reboot. <laughs> yeah. How was that? That was alright. Yeah, it wasn't. He's he's no Ron Perlman, but he was great in this playing the dad. The is it the Crimson Guardian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it a lot. Patrick, Justine, what did you think? Uh, it was fun. It's I didn't go in expecting it to be a perfect movie. Uh, I, the only thing I really don't like is what they did with Taskmaster. Master, excuse me. Um, that's a little different, but otherwise, is that in the comic? A different character, almost completely. Okay. Isn't yeah. doesn't Taskmaster isn't his thing? He can. Uh, he basically can. Fight anybody. He learns how people. He fight. learns how people fight. Yeah. yeah. So he learns your. Fight. They didn't get too much into that. They did something really different with this character. Hmm. So, it was, right. that's the only part that I was kind of like meh. So it's like what X Men did with Deadpool. Yes. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. That's a good. Uh, a good. Uh, Justine, comparison. what did you think, my man? I didn't like the accents. <laughs> you didn't like the accents. No, it just threw me off. I was like. Uh. Nah, because you know all of them don't. So just watching it, you're like, and you knew oh, we're still bringing this up. Okay. You, yeah, <laughs> you know they're you know I, I they're just kind of wanted it to be like how Scarlet Witch lost hers. Like, or eventually they just stop. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see it now because that's the whole reason I wanted to go see Red Sparrow was to just see a really poor 
Russian accent. Well, the whole family is like that. So. Oh, that's good. I, want, I thought you wanted to see like a naked Jennifer Lawrence. But yeah, the sister was really good. <laughs> she no. wasn't naked. It think. kind of reminded oh. me, I mean, I guess it's Marvel, so it's not going to go that dark. But you know when um, and John Wick? Yes. They trained all the little kids? Yes. I kind of wanted it like that, but they it's a Marvel movie, so not as dark. Not as dark, yeah. What they was, talk about it, but they don't show it. What like else that. were we just watching where the people were trained as kids? Um, what the, there was a whole subplot. In, what was I just watching? Oliver Twist? No, it was like the... <laughs> Schindler's List? Oh, Annie? No. Paper Moon? Oh, oh no. Um, Paper Moon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She was an assassin. Freaking... Uh, um, I won my $500. Queen's Gambit. Huh? Queen's oh. Gambit. When they were like... Uh. When they were like... Chained to the bed and all that. Jesus, stuff. weren't what? they? Was that uh, Queen's Gambit? She was like handcuffed to the bed at the orphanage, or? But that's because she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's what they're. Like. I wouldn't say they're doing it to all the kids. Well, they were giving them drugs, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's kind of terrible. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> okay, so what do you rank it? What do you guys give uh, Black Widow? You guys are underwhelming me. Like a six. It was fun. Yeah. It's fun. Everybody's voice. It was, a, is, it was a hell of a lot of fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. It's a lot of action. If you're into action, it's just everybody's Everybody's voices are going high when you guys tell me it was good. Like, that's what. Well, like, there's no other Avengers. It's just uh, Black Widow and her, and her uh, sister, basically. That's fine. But the fighting sequences are amazing. At the okay. end, they tie it back to the shows that they've been doing on Disney Channel or on they Disney o- Plus. You have to assume they're going to tie everything together. Well, they already yeah, did it, it with Black Widow. Yeah. If you like that character, if you like the Black Widow, you're not going to be disappointed. <laughs> Some people don't give a shit I mean, <laughs> about that character. How they is make her fun of her, so it's hilarious. Mm. All right. I'll oh, yeah. The whole thing with the pose. You pose. What? Yeah, you do this thing with the hand and whipping the hair she back. She's a poser. Yeah. <laughs> you're such a poser. She goes, I don't do that. Poser. Yes, you do. Every time. She doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she I'm, goes down and puts her head up. <laughs> I'm about to try it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, yeah. I would give it like a seven. Right. Yeah. I was going to say seven. Yeah. And if you if you rent it on Disney Plus, I can watch it whenever, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not just like a one time. No. Yeah, you basically have it. own it. You pay thirty dollars to own it. Okay, For until it. it goes off of. Disney Plus. <laughs> I think you wait until August. I think end of August is when you can watch it for free. Okay. I don't think August. October. You wait a few months. It's October. Yeah. October? <laughs> it just okay. came out. Yeah. <sighs> it did fantastically well in the box office. I know. It, it actually... Huge. I was reading an article. So pardon me for backing away from the mic. I was yawning. It's not because of you guys. Um, I was reading an article saying that this really has kind of... The industry's taking note because it did as well at home as it did in the theater. They did... A lot of people watch it at home, but it was still able to make close. It made it like eighty million dollars. Yeah, I think in people the are still trying to get out. Yeah, so. being a nice cold room. Well, look, <laughs> in I mean, summer. and on a big screen, I wanted to see this on a big screen. I love you know? going to the movies. I yeah. really do. But there are movies that I'll tell you what: if you gave me the option to rent it at home, uh, like there's certain movies that you don't need to see on a big screen. We've talked about this. Yeah, I don't need to see. You know the next Adam Sandler movie in a big no no, no. theater. But if there was a chance to rent it, I well, might go. On. Oh no no wait no no, no, no. no. I like the option of pausing. <laughs> yes, 
I, I do too, but there's something nice about not being able to pause and you've got to really give it your undivided attention mm-hmm. because that's the problem with watching it at home is you're tempted to just pause it like but every 10 minutes. just forcing you to like it then. No, it's just forcing you to pay attention. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way it used to be with movies. You just mm-hmm. had to pay attention, you know? Yeah, but if I have to go pee, like I'm going to pause the movie. That's mm. like even if I didn't like it, I still have to sit there. No, but you're right, John. There is something about our generation that's like, okay, you go pee, you get your snacks, you're ready to go yeah. when the movie starts and then there's you don't get up for two hours and if, and if it's yep. a long movie then you're like you gotta time it like, you, you know, know like the Irishman was like three hours and I didn't get up now that says something about the movie too I didn't wanna I didn't have to pee but I didn't wanna I didn't I wanted to stick with it you know? yeah sure and when it was over I went gee I said it for three hours and I didn't have to run to the bathroom you know? yeah it does break uh, going to the bathroom or going up to get snacks it does break the concentration for you and yeah. you kind of have to Get back in. But the whole thing, because I do that at home when I'm watching movies at home. You know, the idea to pause it, oh, grab something to eat. Ah, the phone's going off. Ah, the, what, what's that going on in the backyard? You do. You end up like pausing it, and then it breaks the the arc. The You're flow. supposed to kind of watch it uninterrupted. Yeah. But not anymore. I'd say right now we are well into a generation that's never going to go, what? You sat through an entire – how did you do that? <laughs> with, the, with the phone off and the computer off, you just sat through like for two and a half hours. You just sat and watched. It's like, well, that's the way you used to be able to do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why you were there was to watch the movie, that's not right. to that's text right. somebody while you're watching it. I like to text while I'm watching mm. movies and be like, I'm at this scene now. Well, I'm kidding. Yeah. I would say anybody – <laughs> 40 and under that's not happening you haven't uh, truly experienced Lord of the Rings until you've sat and watched all three movies I saw them I saw the back extended back. I saw the extended versions in the theaters all of them have you done that no I haven't they wow. did Sounds great. they showed the extended versions in the theater didn't they um like for like a week or two or something I think so yeah. they, they did like back. a re-release yeah yeah but you originally saw them all in the theater right no oh. I think I saw the third one in the theaters those are all Why? really long movies. Hi. Hmm? You didn't watch those in theaters? No. You young. probably got a, you got a big little. TV probably, right? He's a little kid. I was a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> How old were you really when they came out? Seven. Okay, when did, when did they come like, out? Did I just get 2000, made old? 2001. 2001. Yeah, 2001. 2002? I was eight. Wow, you were a kid. Yeah, we were already adults. I'm picturing like an adult Jake watching it, it and it, he was a kid. I watched it in theaters. I watched it in theaters. Yeah. 2001, yeah. 2001, 2002. Yeah, you were, yeah, you were old. That movie's, 20, <laughs> that movie's 20 years old already. I was in high school. So. John, yeah. that movie is like a 60s movie when you and I met. I know. Isn't that weird? 20 years old, yeah, right? Yeah. It's 20 years old. It'd be like you and I were going, hey, have you seen the... Uh, the extended cut of Paul, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I know. <laughs> Things move so fast now. I always, I'm always doing that. Gee, when I heard this, there was a 20-year gap. You know, you know, like heard some Beatles. There's already like a 10, 15-year yeah. gap. Yeah. But things move so fast now. I don't know if people register it like that. Gee, that's old because it's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Early CGI. Like when, when kids see like a movie without CGI, they must just think it's like watching the jazz singer. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> They're doing it with puppets or paper mache or what the hell is that? Is it a stick puppet? And you and I went and dropped, you and I saw those movies 20 times in the theater and we thought it looked real. That was, you know, you have to remind yourself that was the cutting edge. Nobody was filming with computerized nope. cameras. That was mm-hmm. the cutting edge. That's it. And remember all the, all the complaints? Too fast. All the all the adults going, God, that's just too fast. Mm. The pacing of Star Wars. Oh, too fast. What are they doing? They don't linger on anything. Now, kids go, God, that was slow. That first one? God, it's awful slow. Pokey. And you're like, hmm. All right. So we're going to watch We're gonna watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The extended editions. Yeah. 
But not till we get to the 2000s. No. Extended. Yeah. It's, you know, it adds like another, it adds like another two hours, but let me tell you, it's worth every moment. So they're better movies with the extended cuts. I think so. It adds adds a lot of, it adds a lot of character interactions, which I think were. (laughs) I'm going to put that on a tape. Which were good. (laughs) They were fun. I enjoyed them. Oh yeah, listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) I've got it on good authority from a girl I know. (laughs) (laughs) She's talking about movies, right? Uh, I have not seen the extended cuts. I saw all three of them in the theater, but I didn't feel like I needed to see the extended cuts. So you're saying they're making better movies. It adds adds like another half hour to each movie, give or take. All right. They're actually pretty good. Yeah, Yeah. I'm up for that. It's one of the few times they they went back and added stuff where it was like, oh, okay. Uh, I liked them. I wasn't a fanatic, but I liked them. You know they have a podcast, right? What? It's called the Friendship Onion. The two um, hobbits, hobbits, Mary and Pippin. Yeah. Aww. Oh yeah. They have That's their good. own podcasts. Wow. And they had Elijah Wood on it, so everybody. I think it's like part two, one and two. They have two parts. To Everybody's that. got their own podcast. I just want but you it's to know. cute because it's them. <laughs> I love it. It's they're cute. Little hobbits. It's like the Office Ladies. I love that. You know they're not really that short, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dom. 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 He's short. He was in. Uh, yeah, but he's not like two feet short. He was in Lost. I love him in Lost. Charlie. Not Penny's Spout. <laughs> Charlie. And Sean Astin. Charlie, there's one, there's one scene where Charlie sings. Uh, Charlie. Charlie sings He's Evil Charlie by the Kings. In uh, oh, Lost? Kind of that. He's on the beach singing it. Yeah. Wow. I love Charlie. Lost. God, who would have caught that besides you? <laughs> Did you just fall out of your chair? Like, what's he singing? I knew it. I was like, they're up to something because that's. Uh, God, That's, he's evil by the Kinks. You have to be a fan to know that's what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. 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 Comes on strong. Well, he's doing. <laughs> that he's, he's fishing. Right. It's mm. got that organ. Uh, so, what were the rankings? I'm sorry. Seven. Seven for me. Seven, seven, six. 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 Six and a half. Six. Do you hate women? <laughs> My dad was watching it, and he's like, there's a lot of women in this. Uh, And I was like, yeah. And they're the ones kicking the major ass in this movie. (laughs) Justine, why'd you take me to this movie? You know I don't like lots of women in my movie. Yeah. How did you like like that? He watched LFG with me, and he's like, it's really long, and there's a lot of women. I'm like, yeah, it's about women, Dad. Wow. LFG. Sit down and watch The Women. There's only women in that movie. <laughs> little women. What about Little, little Women? women? Mm-hmm. Little Women. Atomic Blonde? Walking down the uh, No, Atomic Blonde has men. The Help? That's who she's beating up. Yeah. Boy, that is... That's a great movie. I'm look, I would love a sequel. Except for the other yeah, I know, me too. That was a damn good movie. I don't know why that... It was perfect. I don't know why that wasn't made into a what's series. The, um, what's the TV series with the uh, wrestling? The women wrestling? Glow. 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 Yeah, Glow. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Oh, it's awesome. COVID stole the last season, though. I hope they I hope they finish it up. They didn't get to do it last season because of COVID. Mark Marin, right? Oh, my God, yeah. it's great. Watch it. You will laugh your head off. Mark Marin is fantastic. Derby I like him. I like him as a bad guy, though. Oh, you'll like him. I watched him. him in a movie where... He had uh, Marilyn Monroe's coat, like some fur coat that she had. He had like in a safe. Huh? I don't know what it's about, but he was a professor and um, he's perverted. And I thought he played a good role in that. You'll love him because I liked him. I'm like, wow, what a nice professor. And then you're like, oh, he's perverted. You'll love him in. Uh, he's a bad guy. You'll love him in Glow. He's a bad guy. I only he's like a, him as a bad guy. He's a total a hole in it. That's perfect. Though. Perfectly, it's he's, perfect. He's good. Yeah. Very. very I don't. I can't imagine him being. Did you a good watch guy. any of it, John? 
No, it's no. a great show. Yeah, they did a great show. Allison uh, Bree does a great job mm. in it too. Where else, where, community, else, community. I was gonna say, what else do we know her from? Uh, yeah. And uh, Mad Men. She was Pete Campbell's wife. Ah, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. married to that guy. Mm-hmm. I just found out that uh, Kirsten Dunst married Jesse Plemons, yeah. the walking recessive gene. I don't understand. I don't know who that is. Jesse Just, Plemons was on... They uh, were in Fargo together. Uh, he was... Did you see um, Jesus and the Black Messiah? Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah? No. Oh, yeah. He was getting that, too. Yeah. He plays the FBI informant in that. He's a... Uh, he's he's a, um, your Kirk in... Um, oh, Black, is he? Is that is that Jesse Plemons yeah, in that Black Mirror Black episode? Mirror episode. I love him. He was great in... Uh, oh, that's the one I want to see. He was... <laughs> he was great in, um, in Friday Night Lights. He was like the nerdy friend. Oh, well, they were in, in Fargo together, and they were That's married, what I heard. and yeah. they were it's so cute to watch. How about that? They, she did a great job in that, in I her season Kirsten Dunst did a great job, yep. Uh, yeah, Jesse I Plum. mean, Fargo's bringing people together. It got you and McGregor and that girl together. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they were in Fargo. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to start watching. They were also in Birds of Prey. Ah, he was the bad guy in Birds of Prey, wasn't he? But they met in Fargo, so... Mm. <laughs> Is he playing Black Mask in Birds of Prey? Yeah. Yeah. He's a good bad guy. That just goes to show you, he doesn't always have to play good guys. Who's that? Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Oh. He was in Birds of Prey? Yeah. That was kind of fun. That that, wasn't bad. Is that another attempt to make me care about Holly Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'd say it was a little better than... uh, that Suicide Squad. It didn't take much to be better than DC that. DC needs but, uh, to stop. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens with James Gunn directing this new one. Nobody wants a live action Harley Quinn, guys. I'm sorry. Well, you'd have to say she's the one that pulls it off. Yeah. Out of all those people her. in the movie, she is pulling it off. She's Margot Robbie. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone else. Everyone gets like, their eye candy. Well, otherwise you're just going. Who cares about you know Captain Boomerang or whatever you know or, you know all those guys. Slipknot. Yeah. I feel like Will Smith is. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I thought he might Probably have been like the better this. one. Okay. Yeah, actually, I kind of like Will Smith in that. He's I'm not, not even a big. One. No, they couldn't get him back, I guess, because he's. Uh, he's, not doing else. <laughs> he's not a bird. He's not a bird. No, he was. He was pretty damn good. Was he playing Deadshot? Mm-hmm. His was yeah. just. He was very serious in his role compared to everyone else. Yeah, because usually he's the wisecracking guy, and so this one he was kind of playing it straight. Yeah, it was, he's, he's pretty good. All right. Yeah. Oh. I'll give it another. I know you're like DC. Who cares? Yeah, but it will be interesting to see what James Gunn does with this new Suicide. It's not just DC. Like I was telling Renee before, I'm not excited about any of this next generation Marvel stuff. Like the 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 story. Yeah. For me, the story's been told. Yeah. They did a great job. It was amazing. And uh, because now it's characters we I truly don't know. I saw some previews. I really don't know these characters. I'm excited for the next Spider-Man movie. No Way Home. Give me give me that uh, give me that. And how about the new? Is that what's called No Way Home? They premiered that, and they're making out now. Nice. Did you see that? No. They show them in the car making out. Oh, that's adorable. They're together. They're and such a they're such an awkwardly cute couple. In he, uh, she's so tall. I know. Such a high school couple. I like couple. them together. They really super. Yeah. It was perfect that she's taller than him. It's perfect. Yeah. And the new Doctor Strange is going to be great. Oh, I can't I'm wait excited. for that. But, I love Doctor Strange. But there's all these other characters are just like, I don't know these characters. So, you know, maybe I'll check it out, maybe not. But you're right. You feel like I've seen the main story. My uh, my brother-in-law, he, in high school, he went to high school with this kid, and he's the one that taught them how to move his fingers like that for Doctor Strange. Because ah. he did a commercial for Apple once where they were dancing with their fingers, I guess. I don't know. But he's the one that taught him 
to do. Like he does oh. the choreography with all the fingers. Okay. Oh, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am excited for Shang Chi because I feel like that could just be a spinoff. The trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. I am excited. Yeah, for Marvel that. hasn't touched the Kung Fu movie. Yeah, I the Kung like, Fu movie. I feel like that could John be great. Yeah, yeah, they like have. They did the Golden for the TV. Fist. Golden Fist, Golden Fist, Daredevil, Iron Electra. Fist. Oh, Iron was that Fist, HBO? Who was doing those? Netflix. 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 No, but this current Marvel, this this current Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. This yeah. will be the first one, I guess. And I'm not even. Was that a comic? Do you see the trailer for that? Shang Chi. The thing with the golden rings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Shang Chi. It was a comic. Yeah. 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 One of those 70s. Mm-hmm. It, looks, it looks fun. I'm excited. I know there's a dragon in it thanks to the toys out here. Yeah, fucking, fucking spoilers. Uh, Justine, speaking of Marvel Cinematic Universe, I know what you watched this week. You wrapped up Loki. Oh, I did wrap up. Without Loki. giving any spoilers, how did you like the finale and the show in general? Uh... I liked it a lot. I mean, well, I like Tom Hiddleston. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> I would love it no matter what. <laughs> but I would say it was fun, but it does have a lot more talking. There's a lot of talking that can kind of bore you, I would say. In this episode or? In general. The yeah. whole show, right? Wouldn't you say there's a lot of talking But it, in? I feel like it always went somewhere. Yeah, no, there, it was all pretty entertaining. When they're on their train, I got a little bored on that part. I enjoyed that. <laughs> I enjoyed that, that was the Whoa. best part. He's doing a lot of talking. Yeah. But. That was the highlight of the series for me. I would say that this show is probably their best. I like it more than Wanda. Mm-hmm. And it's shot beautifully. <laughs> Take that from Patrick. Mm-hmm. It was good, though. Um, He's in the zone. The finale was fun. I enjoyed it. And it was our... I, don't, I can't say anything, but... <clears throat> I saw a, a critique of it saying that it the problem the- with all of the Marvel shows so far is that they they feel the need to tie into the, the greater Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and so that kind of takes away from it in the end, kind of mm-hmm. takes away from what they built. Did you find that with uh, it's not that. Loki? It's not that. I would tell you what it is, but it's such a surprise that okay. I, I can't I'm say. I'm going to watch it when I get it. It's Loki. But, it's Loki um, all along. I love that they had two Lovecraft um, actors in the show. Okay, from Lovecraft Country, which is Lovecraft a great Country. show. You should watch that. Yeah, so sad that they. You told me they canceled. They didn't do season. Two. Huh? really? Yeah. Not so good. I started watching, and you said that. I'm like, well. So they just got the two seasons. Not just one. 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 Season. Are you kidding it's, me? It's so good. It's worth it to watch the one season. Uh, it's who's pu- who's putting that out? Uh, HBO. HBO. And they didn't renew it. No. Nope. God, what do they want? <laughs> I More guess money. because it was going to be like a, it was going to be have to be like a, um, like Game of Thrones ratings, where, where they were gonna, well, no, they were gonna have to go off on their own. Uh, they were gonna have to write their own story because they used all the source material. Oh, the but the uh. the the person who was the creator uh, had this thing where they showed a map of the United States and they're like, oh, this is what we we're gonna, this is a hint of what we were gonna do, and they had like. America like was cut into three uh, sections, like kind of like, and um, so the bottom half was still the South. Um, the the Northeast was I forgot was like free. The mid the the West was like all uh, it was like the native, mm-hmm. like the native lands, and then there was like a huge 
like basically the middle America was all black, like was all like, oh, like interesting. so it was all, they were going to do a thing about like, yeah, it was like this whole thing. And I was like, I was like, That's oh, I wanted to see this. Yeah. And what uh, do they mean? They ran out of source material. The they ran out. They used all the source material because it was based on a book. Yeah. So they filmed the book for the first one. Uh, and they were love- going to go, they were going to go, they were going to have to go with an original story. And I guess HBO didn't want to do it. But Lovecraft has so many stories that you could just easily try to adapt it to what you're doing now. Well, the, did you, the first the, the story was really about them tackling it was Lovecraft style mm. horror, but it was really tackling like a lot of social issues, and yeah. it was ta- in particular the the racism of Lovecraft himself, who was like mm. notoriously racist. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it, they really dealt with that in the first season. Yeah. And I thought I that they, was an awesome take on it. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was great, and it was also great to have nerds of color. And nerds of color, like back in the fifties, because there had to be people that liked, you know, ner- you know, there couldn't always. You know, be- you love those nerdy twins. stuff. Oh, yeah, tw- <laughs> oh my God, those <laughs> twins were terrifying. I think everyone will remember those. Twins. Look, any any show where, that starts out with Jackie Robinson beating Cthulhu with a baseball bat, <laughs> it's like I'm on board. Oh my for God, this show. that for intro sequence is just like, <laughs> like what's going saucers. on? I yeah. would continue watching it because when you get to the end of the show, watch it's it, so man, it's good. good. But then it's like a firefly situation where I'm just disappointed. Well, they wrap it up. They wrap oh, the yeah. story. Okay, story's good. Oh, okay. The story's done. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah they did get to check that they out. They did get to finish the story. You made it seem like it was like they just kind of cut it off halfway. No, they were going to do like another. They could have kept going. They, they could have kept, kept going. Open at the end, but okay. it's not. But I'm, I'm going to check they that out. They wrapped up the story. Mm. Okay. It, it seems a little disjointed at first, and it's because the, I guess the book was a bunch of little stories that were all interconnected by. The characters, but not necessarily the situations. That's where you have that that episode with like the house that's haunted in the middle. That was crazy. Oh my All god, that episode. They did is yeah, great. yeah, it's good, man. What, if you like if you like anything with horror, check it out. It's it's really really good. Well, I love a good horror movie. It's good, man. Yeah. Then you'll love a good love country. Lovecraft country. That was good. Okay, I'm gonna check that out. Oh, and uh, uh, yeah, it was great. Um, you'll love it, John, because the sister sings in like a. a uh, oh yeah, um, she's in Loki. <laughs> yeah, what kind of music is it? Uh, R and B. Oh, is that the HBO? She does. Yeah, it like, is HBO. Yeah. She's doing like uh, like uh, kind of like a, a take on like um, like uh, yep. R- Ruth Brown or yeah, kind of. Um, I've got HBO. I could have been watching this, so I'll just watch it on demand. Yeah, yeah. Lovecraft. Check it out. If you you'll love the, the first episode is nuts. Oh my god! Wait, <laughs> what a way to start off an episode. Uh, start off a series. Uh, wait till you get to the girl. <laughs> the girl. It's cold already. Uh, white people are evil. That's the basic thing. The, 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 the Asian story. Right. Oh, I just forgot what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was right out of like the name a, of it. It's right out of Pokemon. Yeah, it was like a Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. The Korean girl. Yeah, Pokemon. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They got Pokemon in um, Loki. Jamie something. But you like Loki. What do you give Loki on the whole? Oh, 10. A 10? Yeah, I love him. All right. Wow. But, um. No, the show, not. Uh, <laughs> oh, the show. Yeah, yeah. 10. Uh, Patrick, Patrick, what do you say? Uh, the last three episodes, four, five, and six, are beautifully shot color wise. They've used some really fun Because they're out of the. They're, uh. They're building. I, like the way this one ended uh i was actually really surprised and i thought that was really cool i don't want to spoil it because you still have to watch it um it's definitely the best out of the marvel shows for sure Mm. um it does a good job i was happy with it i'm gonna guess my prediction is that they let let loki lives he like they they let him the timeline is altered and he gets out of 
dying at the hands <laughs> of Thanos. I also think Loki's Loki's me. behind everything. Is what I don't. Is what I don't, don't tell me otherwise. Just I know. I'll let you know. I would say I'll say more, but I'll wait till next week. But okay. I watch just can't the show. He's the kind of guy that even if they killed him off, couldn't somebody bring him back? He's like a demigod, right? Yeah. My my man Owen Wilson's in it. My man Owen Wilson better be a big part of the MCU going forward. He better be in. Does he ever go? Wow. Uh, my biggest complaint is it has the worst end of credit scene ever. <laughs> worst post credit scene ever. E- fucking ever. Wow. Okay. It, I hated it. Because it was stupid? I well, everyone already spoiled it on the internet. So. It's stupid. See, I don't go on the interwebs. So. I, I didn't see it on the internet. I was just it's like, really? Spoiled, I waited so. for this? Too low. It's I mean, was it just dumb? A dumb idea? or? Uh, it's just, it's already out there. People oh. have already said it. But it's not even that. It's just like... I literally said it seconds before it showed. Uh, like, Fuck, I shouldn't have said anything because he mm, didn't know. It's uh, just, it's disappointing. I ruined the ending. Did mm. they, they get married? No. I knew it. <laughs> I knew I it. That's what I like about this one. It's a love story. And it's it is a love story. Uh, Wanda was a love story, but he's dead, so. Mm. What but I give this one just a nine. Okay. <laughs> it felt more on par with, like, The Mandalorian. Okay. So visually, oh. I think it did Again, really well story wise. When do we get I was more Mandalorian? Soon. I was really hoping they did the same th- with the Marvel shows. They did the same thing with Mandalorian, where they used different directors, but they didn't. Because mm. that would have been cool. I thought that was a really cool concept. You get some really, you know, pretty yeah. episodes, and you got different takes from different directors. So sure. I wish they'd kind of. This is always the same guy. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, because they did that same trick every time with mm. the tilting of the camera. <laughs> you gotta love it. <laughs> like the third man. Uh, Kinda like you're in an hourglass. Justine, right? are you watching anything else, Boo Boo? Oh, oh, see, but time, even? time, get it? Because it's hourglass. Because it's time. Yeah. Time. Um, I'm watching 1971, the year that music changed everything. Ah. That's also the year I was born. Cool. So what station's really? that on? What yeah. channel's that on? Was it the music or yeah. was it? <laughs> it's on um, Apple TV. Oh. But I'm just learning the history of some songs. How song, about so. that, huh? 71 was a great year. A really great year. So they start off with, they kick it off with Marvin Gaye's What's Going On. Dang. Mm. How many have you seen so far? Uh, I think I'm on episode four. I just stopped because I wanted to watch something else. Did they do the Rolling Stones, Exile on Main Street? Uh, they did Rolling Stones and the free concert they did, and they flew off in the helicopter. Uh. Because the... Hell's Angels. That's Altamont. Altamont. Yeah. Started uh, beating them up. Yeah. <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> um, but I was watching that, and then I also watched Tomorrow's War. Oh, oh the, uh, yeah. The, the, the Tomorrow War? The Tomorrow Is that Tom War Hardy? No, it's Chris, uh, Pratt. Chris Pratt. What'd you think? I thought it was fun to watch. Um, it's a series or a movie? It's a movie. That's why I stopped my series. I'm like, this will keep me for hours, and I can just finish a movie right Yeah, some now. people at work were saying they didn't dig it. It's they... a two-hour movie. Yeah. Um, Did you like Was Chris Pratt good? I think you just good? have to have low expectations for it. <laughs> it's nothing you've never seen before. They said it was like five different movies. They said it was like that Edge of uh, the uh, one with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. And then they mm-hmm. said it was also like Alien, and it was also like, they said like five yeah, different movies. it's a lot of different things together, but I think if you have low expectations, you would enjoy it. I don't. I wasn't a fan of watching a Chris Pratt movie right now. So when it came on, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm okay with hmm. this. What's wrong with Chris Pratt? Yeah, what'd just you... a little over it. Wow. <laughs> you already have your Chris Pratt. So as a movie, what would you give it? Just as a movie. Um, maybe it's six and a half. How's the concept? Is it a good concept? It's okay. 
but it's kind of been done. It's nothing you've yeah, it's, it's nothing you haven't seen before. It's just it was fun to watch something new. I yeah. guess it because it was. It was more cinematic, so it was something different to watch. It was supposed to be in theaters, probably. <laughs> as, for, as, like, as far as all those shows I'm watching. So. Yeah, yeah. It was. But it's funny, yeah, this guy at work, he just, he reeled off five other movies. Well, it's kind of like this, and this, and this one, and this one, and... Yeah, I would say it's like Aliens mm. and um, Edge of Tomorrow, is that the one with... Yeah, which I kind of liked, that one with Tom Cruise, where he keeps reliving, it's like Groundhog Day, he keeps re- reliving yeah. the same day, and he learns a little more about how to kill the aliens every time he gets killed. <laughs> Hmm. Sometimes he just has to live to go. It has kill the him. girl from Chuck. She's also in Handmaid's Tale, the blonde girl. Mm-hmm. She's okay. But. <clears throat> so it was mm. just an eh in the movie? It was okay, yeah. All right. Hmm. He, I think it's only him and um, what's that guy that was in that drummer movie? The bald guy? Oh, J.K. Simmons? Yes. Wow. They're the two big actors in it, but J.K. She, Simpsons, has, he has a small part. Okay, because he's always great. You see him it's in like, the beginning, and I'm like, so we spent all this money for him, uh, and he shows up later. You're it like, looks okay. a little like Starship Troopers, too. Okay, they mentioned that, too. And then you kind of see it, like, I thought it ended, like, twice during the movie, but... <laughs> okay. Was, I, I didn't think it was bad. It was fine. Hmm. What do you rank it? Uh, a six and a half. Okay, 6.5. Hmm. Patrick? Hello? How are your books? Uh, good. <laughs> I'm reading Steve Lichman by Dave Raposa and Darren Williams. Yeah, what is that about? Uh, it's basically uh, your classic dungeon crawl, but it's from the boss's perspective, so the bad guy's perspective. So it's got oh. like typical monsters and stuff like that, like Neat. Mummy, Dracula. Oh, nice. And it's kind of it's kind of like you know like they're preparing for their final fight. They're like it's a comedy. It's really funny. Uh, that's kind of like Boss Monster, the board game where you yeah, play. Yeah, kind of. Where yeah. you play as the villain. Yeah, but it's it's like really dark, tragic humor. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's fine. And then I started watching uh, Peaky Blinders. I'm on season two. How do you three. like it? It's actually really good. I couldn't get into Is it. Is Tom Hiddleston in that? No. No. He's in a show that's. Peaky Blinders is. Um, um, a bad guy. Yeah, I can't think of his name. He's the bad guy. I never remember his name either. Oh. But it's good. I, I was actually really surprised. It's a, it's a gangster movie, pretty much spread out in a show, and it's it's a lot. Of Cillian fun. Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Scarecrow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's oh right. yeah. yeah. Um, lots of good swearing in it. Swearing, twists and turns. Like there's like you know some surprises. It deals with, uh, they he's just come back from World War One, and you know how he's affected by it and everything like that. Uh, and then it follows into the beginning of World War Two, hmm. as far as like the arms race and everything. Oh wow! Um, what yeah, is it? It has like, to deal with like the Russian family. Is it spy stuff, stuff, CIA stuff, or uh, no, 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 no? It's uh, they're street gang. They're street gang. Yeah. Oh, interesting. There was a real street. It was a real street gang. Yeah, it's um, really. You get a, a Churchill in it, uh, which is really uh, quite fun, actually. I, I, it's 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 fascinating. It's really enjoyable. And it's going to go into the fifties and sixties. Uh, I don't know. I'm only on season two. Hmm. It's on Netflix, though. So I recommend. Oh, they had disappeared by the nineteen twenties. Oh, wow! In real life, so hmm. who knows? Maybe the. Sorry, I'm reading about it. No, hmm. no, it's good. It's it's a really interesting show. They, so, it, that's a young Winston Churchill. <laughs> oh, yes. sure, he was yeah, around. Very young. He was around. Sure. Well, I mean, he was in the army too. Sure, <laughs> sure. And it's it like it also goes side by side with like um, the issues in Ireland and like the IRA and oh, stuff like that. So. Interesting. 
You should watch uh, The Warrior, John. What's that? Show. It's basically the the show that was the kung fu was supposed to be. Oh, I heard sh- about it was the that. show that that pitched that they pitched yeah. that Bruce Lee pitched right and wanted to do. It's a western, but it's an eastern. Yeah, yeah. so it's basically he shows up in in uh, it's on Showtime, but you can find I've it got on HBO Max. You can, it's on HBO. You uh, no, yeah, it's on Showtime maybe, or is it Cinemax? It might be on Cinemax. What's the name of it? It's The Warrior. I heard about that. Who's the main guy? There's no, it's he, he's a martial artist. There's nobody really big in it, but you'll love it because they really do. It's like 1880 San Francisco. He turns up in 1880 San Francisco at Earthquake Magoons. Yeah, at Earthquake Magoons. <laughs> Check it out. You'll love it. It's kind of one of those shows where they speak in like modern vernacular, but it's still kind of awesome, right? Because it goes into like the Irish or a big, you know, there's like the whole, you know, the whole underpinning with like the Irish and they're basically running the town. Yeah. And, um, because uh, they run all the construction, and then the Chinese are—it's great. It's really, really good, really, really good. And there's always like a good fight scene in it. All right, that's two for me to try to check yeah. out, yeah. which I might actually be able to get. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Patrick, is that all you're reading right now? Yeah. Jake. Yes. What do you got for me, bud? Uh, I've been trying to get into the Total War series. What's that? Total War. Um, it's like, uh, what do you call it? How would you des- how would you describe it? It's a, st- it's a strategy game where Big you're battles. like where you're commanding like like separate units of armies and you clash them against each other. And is it good? Uh, it's good. I just don't. I don't know. I just can't. I'm like trying to get into it because I I like the concept. Yeah. Of just like getting all these huge units and it's just this massive battlefield where you're just throwing uh-huh. you know things at each other. And then they have a fantasy version from Warhammer. It's like Total War Warhammer. Okay. And just been trying to play it, and it it looks super interesting when you got giant dragons flying in. But it's a lot of you have uh, them like breathe fire. But it takes a while to build those forces. It's like a Stonemaier game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it, it's just complex. Yeah. It's yeah, and then they have a whole um, like civilization management uh-huh. aspect of it, where you have to pick buildings to get upgrades. And yeah, yeah. There's tech trees, all that, and it's a lot. And I, yeah, dude. I never grew up playing those, so I think that's that. Might partially be why I, it's like hard for me to get into it. I picked up Civilization Six for the PS Four, mm-hmm. and they had a dumbed down version of PS uh, for consoles called uh, Civilization Revolutions on the Xbox, and mm-hmm. I loved it. But this is so much more complex, and I cannot beat the game. Like they keep it's hard. Yeah. I basically just have to be as strong militarily and just take everybody over because someone always beat me culturally. Like they'll, because you send you send out like apostles to like spread your religion. You send out every you, you spread your culture mm-hmm. as you trade, and if you're going up against bigger, if you're sending your traders to bigger civilizations, they actually come back and influence you instead. And it's really really hard. It's I a lot the, to keep track of. I love the diversity. Like for Civ Six, is I love the diversity of play. Each um, each civilization has its own unique feel to it. Like they even had like a um, I don't know how recent of the update is, but you were playing as the Maori, oh, okay, or Poly- uh, Polynesian, and you would start off in the ocean, and then you can colonize that way, and it's it's actually like beneficial for them to like be out and exploring and everything. Where most places you have to like settle Stay down, you yeah. build your city, and you expand. There's more. Like no, like it's actually beneficial for you to like wander around. Yeah, see, explore. I love stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, or you can play as I think like Canada. They're big in culture, 
and they like love national parks, so you build national parks and they get like big stuff. So it's like <laughs> they all they try to they try to like focus on each civilization and what they were famous for. Yeah, and you, they turn it into a gameplay mechanic. Yeah, yeah, which I think it's really cool. They do that with civilization, like certain units. If you start with like the Romans, your you know military is less costs you less to build. Yeah, because you're Rome or you know things like that. So and you get like a special unit mm-hmm. during like yeah. during that during like the. Um, like the relevant time period. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. instead of knights, like Japanese will have samurai. Yeah. So you'll go out and send your samurai to fight knights. It's really cool. I love it. But the computer beats me all the time. Even on the easiest setting. The I computer, know, me too. I'm like, I'm not good at this. Like, where am I? Yeah. Because you know from playing board games, from playing board games, right? There's one turn in that, when you're playing a board game, there's one turn where you're either going to start your engine that you've built, you is make it, it or break off? it. Yeah, is it gonna make it or you're gonna go the other way. And I can't quite figure out where that turn is on yeah. civilization. Well, especially with well, especially with Civ Six, is it's like you got to plan like twenty turns ahead. Exactly. And if it doesn't, I mean, you can recover, but like if you're not sure what you're doing and you're just kind of building whatever, yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, you have to build. You can't build everything. You have to streamline it to build only for your goal. You kind of have to know what you need to build. Then you have to know where you should expand. You have mm-hmm. to, it's like, yeah, it's a lot of knowledge. It and is. I've tried learning it and I think I have it. And then I try playing again and I just get absolutely dominated. I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Same with the Warhammer one. It's like, okay, I understand. Spears are good against cavalry. Guys with shields are good against guys charging at me. This makes sense to me. Yeah. And then I play it, and I'm like, why am I losing? Why are these dragons <laughs> killing all my cavalrymen? Yeah, I know. But it looks so awesome when it's like, you know, you get like a, you can get like a giant dragon that breathes fire, and they're all lined up and they're all lined up on like a like a shield line, and you just like just decimate a whole line of just like Game ships. of Thrones. You can also just do like, Game like of cinematic Thrones. shots where you actually fly in the middle of combat. Oh, so it's like what is it called? Uh, total. It's just the Total War series in general, but this Warhammer Two. Right. It's there. It's like the fantasy one, and they're coming out with uh, Warhammer Three in October, December, somewhere in there, somewhere during the holidays. Okay. They're adding new races, better graphics. All right. There's a there's a there's a faction that you can ride giant bears into battle, so that's fun. That's just like scythe. Duh bears. Yeah, duh bears. That sounds like Game of Thrones too. <laughs> John, what do you got? What's going on, John? Uh, not much. I just, I guess Black Widow was the last thing I did. Um, the other thing was uh, something you did, too, <laughs> which uh, was going to uh, Barnes & Noble for the uh, Criterion Edition yeah, cri- sale. Yeah, the Criterion. If, you, if you're a fan of, uh, of any of the Criterion Editions, I know... Blu-rays are kind of going the way of the dodo, but uh, if you want to get a your hold on get a hold on some special editions, uh, Criterion's having their fifty percent off uh, sale. It's, I'm sorry, Barnes and Noble is having a fifty percent off sale on Criterion collections. So you can go to BarnesandNoble.com if there's not one near you. And they do it twice a year. The other one, I think, is November or December. Yeah. And so fifty uh, percent off, my God, and that's the gold standard. Yeah. And we are no yeah. way sponsored by Barnes & Noble. We are not, or Criterion Collection, <laughs> but the slightest. Criterion Collection does the best. I want to know, well, you were features. mentioning some titles you picked up. I picked up uh, Police Story 1 and 2, picked up My Darling Clementine, and uh, The Great Escape. And The Cameraman. And The Cameraman. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. I picked up The Cameraman, too, because it looks like there's lots of extra stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a new It's a new print. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And I... Uh, I I picked up Monterey Pop. There's oh, a, I just wa- you know after your recommendation, I watched it. What'd you think? Boy, that was is that something? We're gonna close out with forty five minutes of Ravi Shankar. Yeah. What a weird, what a weird way to close it out. 
thought that's the opening scene. No, that's the end. Hmm. The uh, version what, I saw was the end. Okay. Um, Here's what I love about watching Monterey Pop. It's all these youthful hippies, right? They're all yeah. youthful. They're all lining up to watch... You know, the Mamas and the Papas, and they're there to watch... Uh, Hendrix. You know, uh, Country Joe and the Fish, yeah. and all these bands. And now, those are the people that are voting against healthcare, yeah. and they're voting against... <laughs> well... <laughs> those are all the biggest Trumpers now, those young... Uh, those not all. likes big government, not old, man. Those not youth, all old aging hippies. <laughs> those, youthful, those youthful kids out there were there. Uh, that, yeah. That I, generation. I know they say people get more conservative as they get, as they get older. It's, it's 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 almost inevitable that uh, I always go. What happened to this guy? You know. Yeah. And they say, well, as you get older, you get a little more. I don't know. I'm talking about my generation. You don't want things to change, I guess. So you my become. Generation. Uh, but uh, what do you think of uh, Hendrix? Loved it, man. Is that an amazing set? People and are so people are so weirded out by it. They're like, what's going? It's on? It's like nothing they've seen before. And you know, he's at that point, he's big in uh, the UK, but nobody knows who he is in America. The UK caught on to a much quicker he was there he had to make his name over there then he came here and they said okay now <laughs> yeah, who and else? the who did you like uh, watching the, the, the who? who yeah they're, they're smashing up the guitar and otis redding my god yeah that's an amazing performance i i also watched summer of soul uh after, after how'd you like that that was fantastic did you watch it justine i saw it it's on my list yeah it's great it's great yeah. wonderful documentary please check it out some of those performances were fantastic Unbelievable! What oh, great... The gospel stuff, the yeah. stuff that knocked me out was all the gospel yeah. stuff. You just go, holy! Helia Jackson singing with Mavis Staples and uh, and uh, just all the really good stuff, man. I guess that's where a lot of the rock and rollers got their their chops from was watching her, like Little Richard and Elvis and all those guys. She's like the almost like the proto rock and roll singer, even though it's gospel. What they took was. Uh, the control and the volume and the sheer just uh, exuberance, yeah. which you would only get through, uh, you wouldn't get that through secular music. It would be gospel music. Sure. Kind of like what, what, what Ray Charles did. Yeah. You're getting something that sounds, it sounds like it's out of the church, but it's not. It's <laughs> and what's funny about Mahalia Jackson is in the church, she was controversial because she was kind of, uh, uh, she would kind of, she took it to kind of the next level. Ah, I didn't realize so that. She would, she would, did they think she was too much even for the she, church? And she had a lot of, uh, she had rules like she wouldn't perform in like nightclubs she would do concerts and she yeah. do, but she wouldn't take the music to certain venues because she felt like that was yeah. you know bringing the music down you know you wanted to bring people up yeah yeah um so she had rules about where so but she would perform it like you know she was at newport jazz festival yeah. and stuff. but she was kind of a controversial figure because she wasn't a traditional singer she didn't do a lot of these you know she was more exuberant and yeah a lot of more you know but a force of nature sure and when you see her doing that duet and I guess uh, I guess uh, Mavis Staples says that was like the high point of her life yeah. because she idolized her. And I guess she was having health trouble, so she said, "I want you to come over and help me on the mic." Yeah, because it was really hot, and she well, said, "I'm not feeling too good, please." And they they do this duet. And she goes, "I can't believe she handed me the mic and said, take it over.' You yeah. know? Yeah. Can you imagine? That must have just been the greatest. That was good stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a great, it was a great documentary. I wanted to see a whole. I wanted to see the whole set for Sly and the Family Stone. Sure, because that's all their <laughs> early stuff. And what sucks is when you watch them doing like uh, they do because you think of Sly and family stone doing like something like everyday people and then it gets turned into a car commercial yeah like, you get so sick of it you're like you it loses its meaning but it, you gotta think yeah. at, at that time because they talk about he was like the proto prince right he kind of had like a he was like the first really big soul like he really was like 70s before the 70s and also look at that band yeah he's got women he's got women playing uh horns yeah 
and he's got a, a, got a white guy on drums. I've, they said that was funny. They all the whole audience is just like, "What? You got a white guy on drums?" But for him, and so it's like a breakthrough, uh, gender wise and color wise. Yeah. He just wanted whoever was going to work the be- the best in that band. Yeah, you know. And you're right. It's like when you hear Good Vibrations selling orange juice, you just go, God, this was like transcendent. And now you're just selling high C or tires. And you just (laughs) go, fuck. Or, you know, the Staple Singers, I'll Take You There. That's another great song. And unfortunately, it gets used in a car commercial and you're sick of it. You know, you're, you're, you know, it's, it's endless overture from Tommy for Claritin, you know, yeah. <laughs> you just go, wow, what are you going to do? You know, you hope that somebody is making some money that they wouldn't have otherwise sure. somebody who might've been squeezed out of their royalties. Maybe they're making a little money on it now, but I'm glad you saw that. And yeah. Monterey pop just, it, 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 that's the show that made a star of Janis Joplin. Yeah. You see that shot in the audience where Cass Elliott goes, yeah, <laughs> her jaw just drops. She can't believe what she's watching. Yeah. You know, I can't After- believe they wrote a song where they talked about Mama Cass getting fat. Oh yeah, and that's shitty. You know, and John it- John Phillips wrote that song, and they said that was shitty. It was because she had to sing it. She had to go out there and sing that. No, nobody's getting fat except Mama Cass. He could be cruel. Wow. You know, his thing was like, I'm writing about, he said, every time I write about something that's really happening in our lives, it becomes a hit. California Dreaming was a real thing. They're stuck in New York. They're trying to get West. And then there was another one where his wife was fooling around with the other guy in the band, Denny. And he wrote, uh, I saw her again last night and you know that I shouldn't. That was a song. So she said he was shameless. If he thought it made a good song, he didn't care who it, who it wrecked. You know, even himself. And so when he did that lyric, God, nobody's getting fat, but Mama Cass, is it, that is a shitty thing to do yeah. to somebody in your band. Now she's got to go out there and sing it. So he not a nice guy. Uh, he's still around? No, he's gone. No, you know, huge talent, but a real, could but, be a real asshole. He did, he did uh, give us Wilson Phillips. So there's, mm. you know. I mean, what can you say? I mean, it's the old thing, you know, uh, Van Gogh was an asshole. It's like, well, you know. Can you just love the uh, the art or the music without having to be in love with whoever made it? Yeah. Because nine, nine times out of ten, they're probably real SOBs, you know? Yeah, it's like, but they're so folky. You just want them to be nice people. Well, you see them on stage and you go, wow, they're just like these, you know, hippy-dippy, you know? And then you realize they're just, it's like a nest of vipers, you know? But, uh, boy, those harmonies, you know. They're hard to beat. It's insane. They used to say it's almost like there's a fifth member. He was really good at arranging the voices, and they say when you get it just right, it sounds like there's a fifth person in there. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you got that. Yeah, it's cool. Let's take a quick break, and we come back. It's going to be time for a game and the Digital Movie Club. But i got to take a break because it's hot in here. Is it hot in here or is it just me? a story there once was a serial killer is this for real oh yes zelda this is for real murderous roots a podcast dedicated to tracing the tangled ancestry of the terrifying we all come from somewhere new episodes come out every other wednesday you can find murderous roots at murderousroots.com or anywhere you listen to podcast.
excited for the next uh, Aren't your headphones movie? on? <laughs> Why aren't I didn't you hear recording. I said, here we go. <laughs> but then you didn't say anything. Here we go. <laughs> John took a sip of Coke and then somebody crunched something and then it just got, it was funny. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Leave Welcome back. In. We're back. We had a lovely break. <laughs> Patrick, went, Patrick went and got some snacks. You can tell we're all snacked up now. Jake yeah. got a monster. I got a Coke Zero. Yeah, I'm hopped up on caffeine right now. There were jalapeno Cheetos running around. It's great. Mm-hmm. Some fun. What do you mean? What movie am I not excited for, Justine? Is it called Inhumans? The one with um, Immortals. Sal- Sal- Immortals. Mm-hmm. I'm, old, I'm mildly. I mean, I'm interested. Is that a Marvel thing? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. coming out. So Who, Hayek? Who's yeah. part of the Immortals? Like who's? They're all characters you've never heard of. It like, was one of the Jack Kirby like? titles oh, from the '70s. For example, is that the one with the giant dog with the antenna? No, that's uh, Inhumans. <laughs> hmm. That's the one I said, but it was wrong. What's it called again? Outcast. Immortals coming out. It's coming out in October, November. The because previous. we're also doing the Inhumans. No, that was a show. It didn't do well. Oh, they already did it. Yeah, yeah it didn't do well. Did you so Lockjaw's with the Inhumans. Inhumans, okay. Mm. And that didn't do well. And too. that has. Well, yeah, it was a made-for-TV one. Uh, it was like before they started doing them on Disney Plus. Oh, and really? It was like right after the Netflix ones. Is that Medusa? Big. How'd they do Medusa? Medusa, and it also has Black Bolt, which. One of the coolest superheroes ever. Uh, what makes Black Bolt so cool? He literally can kill you by saying anything. Like what? So he, he, a sound. Boom, he has gone. to just be like mute, right? He's, he's silent, yeah. completely yeah. silent. Yeah, crazy. He's cool. So the thing with Salma Hayek is the immortals. Immortals, not the Inhumans. Okay. Not the Inhumans, nor the. Outcomes. I've never heard of the immortals. They're like gods. Was that also a Jack Kirby thing? Mm-hmm. Mm. Salma Hayek. Yeah. <laughs> Rare. Not only... Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> nope. Yep. Gonna what were you going to say? Uh-uh. Are we back or are we still snacking? We're back. Oh, okay. Mine is just snacking on the air. I can snack. It's okay when I do it. All right. Yeah, until Nicole yells at you. That's right. I've been chewed out before. Hey. Who wants to go first? We are of course, playing I Should Have Known That. Jake I'll go goes first. first. I'll go first. Jake, put these military ranks in order. Oh, Jesus. Highest to lowest. Colonel, Captain, Major. Highest to lowest. Uh, Colonel, Captain, Major. Oh, God. Um, I think it goes... Highest to lowest. Highest to lowest. Oh, highest to lowest? Yeah, highest to lowest. Colonel, I was about to... <laughs> Colonel <laughs> Captain, Major. Uh, Colonel's highest. Yep. Followed by... Oh, God, I don't remember. Colonel, Captain, um, Major. Major? Yep. And then Captain. Yep. Yeah, Colonel Major Captain. Okay. I only learned Colonel, Colonel Major from, Captain. Uh, Tomorrow's War. If you had only watched MASH growing up, you would have known. Yeah. Major Frank Burns. <laughs> Colonel Potter. And Colonel Potter. Uh, John Sandy. And how Captain long... Hawkeye Pierce. John Sandy, how long is one period in an ice hockey game? How long is one period in an ice hockey game? I have no idea. Uh, I'll say a half hour. Ooh, 20 minutes, John. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes. John eliminated early. Oh, it's it's three 15. periods, right? Yes. Three periods, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah. Justine, in what city can you cross the Golden Gate Bridge? In what city oh. can you cross the Golden Gate Bridge? Isn't it fake in Wizard of Oz? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what was that? San Francisco. Uh, wrong. Sausalito, California. Sausalito. What? Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you. <laughs> what? Encinitas, uh, California. <laughs> Uh, I did not know this question. I was looking at the answer. Uh, 
Patrick. Uh-huh. What do you call a match, especially a soccer match, between two teams from the same town? I have no clue. A derby. Really? A derby. Mm. Or pronounced a doiby. Doiby. Well, how about that? Show? The more you know. Jake, still alive? Yep. Jake, in what field is a sommelier an expert? A sommelier? Oh, my God. Is that the question? That is the question. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They're uh, wine. Justine, wine. the freezing point of water is 32 degrees Fahrenheit. What does this correspond to in Celsius? 32 degrees Fahrenheit. What does that correspond to in Celsius? 32 degrees. Do you know it? Yes. Yeah. Everyone knows. <coughs> I don't know that. You know <coughs> I have uh, no idea. Um, uh, who uses Celsius? 32. <laughs> Everyone, the entire world, except for us. <laughs> well, there you go. 32 degrees Celsius equals... Or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. No. no. Zero. Zero. Oh, damn it. Zero, Zero is freezing. 100 Sub-zero. is Sub-zero. Yeah, that's fine. I always yeah. look at the all the dials have degrees and Celsius. Well, so it's I just, weird that you don't know that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Considering Jake, uh, Jake, Jake wins won. it. Jake wins. Oh, I did. Yeah. How do you feel, man? How do you feel, man? You guys want to go for round two, or are you guys good? I'll let him have his win today. All right. Wow. I'll take it. That was nice. He doesn't get much. I don't win much. Yeah. Good for you, Jake. Congratulations. <laughs> Shot that you guys in New York. My zero. guy. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I don't know how to do I'm it. not mad at you. I'm just weird. This is you know, we all have uh, things that we're experts on. We all have things that we're ignorant of. And that's okay. That's okay. For just we're all degrees. God's children. Uh, we're all God's children. <laughs> I learned that from the kinks. I learned that. We kinks. are all God's children. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about, uh, it's time for the Digital Movie Club. And, uh, you know, Patrick, this new post-COVID Patrick, is not really into the Digital Movie Club theme. And also, I thought about this, since Fox... Uh, has pretty it's pretty much dead. They're except a, uh, they're a subsidiary of Disney. Except uh, 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 Summer uh, of Simpsons? Soul was done by uh, was a Fox Searchlight picture, and they use the uh, they use the old uh, oh, the old so music. Are we doing the lion now? Rawr. and then it's Rawr. Like, Rawr. Oh, you want to do? How does the uh, MGM music go? I don't remember. Well, now I don't know. You get the... I don't know. Well, since Disney has Fox, you just do the Disney thing. Yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah but then we're going to get shut so, down. Yeah, Disney's not going to put anything out with the uh, Fox logo anymore, right? Correct. <laughs> but Searchlight, maybe, right? Correct. Well, they just banned it. Oh, they're just they not using Fox anymore? They just banned the whole thing. It's just not a thing they anymore. They said, we got you, and mm-hmm. that's it. Later, bitch. So what didn't they get? They did not get the news division. It's the only thing they the didn't get. The news and the sports. Right. right. We, are encro- we are encroaching on Monopoly territory with Disney. Yeah, I don't understand at what point <clears throat> does somebody step in and go, you can't own 70% of every entertainment entity. <laughs> you know, it's, there used to be Monopoly uh, laws, like back at 1901. But I think since Reagan, they just go, well, whatever. Good yeah. for business. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't but I mean, at what point do they cross the line where somebody goes, that's too much. You can't own every studio <laughs> and every property. Uh, studios yeah. are starting to fight back now. I think it's, you know, it's, you know, basically we're going to get everything off of Amazon and Disney one day. Yeah. It's going to be the, Who needs competition? It'll be the Apple and the Google. Of nobody worries about that anymore. I do, but nobody cares. I'm talking about uh, senators. And, uh, oh, no, no, no. They're they all in the pocket. They don't they're give a shit. Exactly. exactly. And it's not just the, it's not just the, the one. It's both parties. It's not right. just one. Yeah, it's both right. parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. That's how you get. That's the closest you'll ever get uh, a conservative to, 
to saying that he's wrong is they'll go, well, they all do it. Uh, both parties are doing it. That's, a, that's the closest you're going to get to say, well, we it's support called, we supported insurrection. It's called, you know, both parties do stuff that's disagreeable. Yeah. Except we didn't storm the Capitol and kill people. We didn't storm the Capitol. It was always la 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 la. So if we both do it, then it's fine. That's probably the worst Billy Joel song, right? That has to be the worst. Yeah. That's probably my least favorite. That and Uptown Girl are probably my least favorite. That's why it was so perfect when uh, when Dwight Schrute knew the words of that song in the office because it told you exactly what kind of person Dwight Schrute was that he was listening to that song. that is a very particular type of nerd. Uh, we didn't start that fire, guys. Ugh. And also, it's been done. It's annoying. It's been done. You know, Dylan did it. REM did it. You know, we don't need another one. Uh, REM did it. You know that sort of thing. That uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end. No, no, no. I feel fine. It's all pretty much riffing on Dylan's uh, subterranean <laughs> homesick blues. You know, awful. Hmm. It's just ugh. Boy. I don't know what's worse about the yeah. end of the world. Or, That's me in the corner. That's me in the spot. Oh like losing my religion. That was a hit. Harmonize. That was a hit. That was a monster hit. That was yeah. a hit. Only a, hit with a mandolin. That Did was you a hit. <laughs> well, what about uh, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie? Is there a mandolin? When the moon sure, yeah. hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. That's amore. That's amore. What are you doing, Mario? Uh, well, this is uh, so maybe, what about Let's Get It On? That has a mandolin in it, right? Let's Get It On. <laughs> Oh, why didn't you guys sing that one? <laughs> oh, nice. I get it. Now I See, get it. You got to get him to oh, stop, John. Maple Leaf Rag. Yeah, that's yeah. got a mandolin, doesn't I gotta, it? <laughs> you got to play the metagame. The John. theme from <laughs> The Entertainer. That's one it. step ahead. They're playing checkers. I'm playing 3D that's chess right. over here. <laughs> You're playing quantum <laughs> chess over here. Really I love it. Yeah, Spock. It just, I'm playing Kick the Can. I don't know what yeah, you're yeah, playing. Yeah. Spock's I'm playing going, Spitball over here. Yeah. It's like, hey, isn't there a mandolin in Dazed and Confused? Speaking of singing, guys, don't you wish we would watch a movie where we could just hire a singer and then like some of the movies we watch, yeah. we'll just shoehorn a song in there yeah. and let him sing. It's kind of like in uh, in uh, Rio Bravo when you got Dean Martin yeah. and uh, we got a young uh, Ricky Nelson. Yeah. I love a movie where just somebody just spontaneously starts singing. Yeah. Um, it was very when I that's why I remember we watched it. I'm like, he must be a star. We have to know is that yeah. his first acting gig? <laughs> Who's that? Harry Harry, uh, Harry, Harry Connick Jr. I believe it was. I believe it was. Here's the thing. It for me, it brought the movie to a screeching halt. Uh, but he is not. He's a pretty good actor. So I go, okay. You know what I mean? He's been yeah. in some things besides this, and you go, he can act. He's not just a singer. Yeah, yeah. From but land to even land. though it's the period specific, I thought this brings the whole movie to a screeching halt. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It just, sounded like him. It's just stupid that they do that. I love when they do that. I love it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Patrick, take us down the uh, down the uh, the production. Wow, list we didn't of, even do the intro of Mem- Memphis. Oh yeah, what are we? Gonna nah, do? fuck it. We're doing it live. What are we gonna do for an intro? Dun, you know, dun, dun, dun. Oh. <laughs> 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 No, you don't have to do that third one. I just go, you're in the club. Yeah, so you were supposed to tell us. So I the, don't care. the alternative is that Justine goes, Gonna have 
a Frankenstein's monster snail. I'm on board. Manimal. Manimal. Man from Atlantis. After, right after Manimal. All I know is Renee was laughing outside, so that's really all that matters to me. He's all, there they go again. There he goes. That weird girl should have been out there. She could be all, what's going on in there? This Friday. What about the world's ending? Followed by. Can I join you? Manimal. Manimal. After the love boat. Manimal. No, Manimal was NBC. Wow, you know your. Wait, talk about a specific kind of nerd. (laughs) You knew Manimal was NBC. (laughs) You must have watched it. (laughs) You had to have that cat, that cat sound. And what was it? Oh, Gemini Man and uh, Man from Atlantis. Those are kind of like low grade, second tier sci fi series. (laughs) Manimal. Wow. I'm Manimal. I think Mario watched it. Mm hmm. Uh, I, we just, my friend and I always laugh about man, that, that mm. sound. Oh, the, yeah, the, oh, like fine. the jaguar, the jaguar. Yes. Not that, not yeah, that. Yeah, not that. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Sounds like a duck. He found it, I'm sure. <laughs> Listen. There it was. That's it. Manimal, starring Simon McCorkendale. That was the guy's That's name. A name. Simon McCorkendale. McCorkendale. That sounds like Earthquake Magoon. McCorkendale. Sounds like it's some McCorkendale. He was in McCorkendale. Manamana. 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 Manamal. 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 Um, wow. All right, guys. Let's talk. NBC's all worst show ever. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably still sue me Man. for saying animal. One, <laughs> one snack and everybody's so cheap. Yeah, we're all now. pumped up. I got to drink a tall boy Coke Zero. 16 fluid ounces. Wow. Woohoo. How about that? Woohoo. All right, Patrick, take us down the, down the production list of... Uh, Memphis Bell. All right. Memphis Bell, released in 1990. I like you're doing the Harry Connick Jr. On October 12th. October. October 12th. Got a 6.9 on IMDb, 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a budget of $23 million. Grossed worldwide $27.4 million. This has barely made its money back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Barely. Starring Matthew Modine, Eric Schultz, Sean Astin, Harry Connick Jr., Billy Zane, D.B. Sweeney, and John Lithgow, as well as David Stratham and Reed Diamond and Courtney Gaines. And uh, Doug, did you mention John Lithgow? Yes. The great John Lithgow? Yes. All right. Justine, you are a lover of war movies. You love them. <laughs> love uh, it. Do I you was, love me? I was just listening to a, a Conan O'Brien podcast episode. We had Tom Hanks on. Tom Hanks was talking about his latest film, Greyhound. Mm-hmm. And apparently, Conan O'Brien is a huge war movie nerd. Yes, he really? He's a huge World War II movie nerd. Uh-huh. Yeah. That must be why he's got the Eisenhower mug on his, ta- mm-hmm. on his table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about so that. I didn't know that about that. So you and Conan O'Brien have that in common now. Because you love he is just He goes back and forth <laughs> with your friend all the time. He goes yeah. back what? With your friend all the time. Oh, uh... Um, uh, Matthew Gorley. Matt Gorley. Matt Gorley. They talk about. Friend president. is a strong word. Matt Gorley's a great guy. 
He loves talking about Friendly. presidents. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt, Gar- Matt Gorley is one of the smartest people around. Went to uh, Whittier High here, Joe. Oh, what does he do? Is he an actor? Uh, Matt Gorley, yes, yes, he's uh, on the Super Ego podcast. He was a uh, drunk history. Uh, he was he was on episode uh, seventy of our show. He worked at with Disneyland. His wife, Amanda. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so he is a friend of yours. Yeah, yeah. He Went was the talking trash can. Yeah, he was the talking trash can. That's why there's a great episode of uh, Andy Daly's podcast where they call the travel bug, where they bring up they're all playing in character, all these different people that are supposed to be uh, they're Germans who are. Um, Recommending travel places, and they bring up the talking trash can. Paul of Tompkins brings up the mm. talking trash can. He talks about it on on Conan's podcast. I forgot yep. which episode. Matt Corley's a great guy. Uh, listen to Super Ego. He does the the greatest um, HR Giger impression you've ever heard in your life. Oh, wow. Um, go ahead, Justine. So now you know. I felt like you and Conan are right neck and neck. As far as like World War, <laughs> your love of work. You love the Great neck Escape. Neck. You love the Great Escape. You loved uh, Longest Day. I love the Longest Day. What else did you love? Longest what, movie. You loved. You loved uh, Where Eagles Dare. <laughs> Where yeah, Eagles Dare. You loved. Uh, funny. That's not a song. You loved uh, the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, that was good. You loved... Um, um, You're hell- doing a lot of Lee Marvins, huh? <laughs> I was just going to say, how much did you love? You, you, loved, uh, <laughs> you loved Hell is for Heroes with Steve McQueen. Oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. You loved... Uh, Guns of Navarone. You loved Guns oh, of Navarone. Yeah, that, was really mm-hmm. that was your favorite. That was the one that shocked me where you was like, where you were like, I love this movie. <laughs> that was good. That was so good So you, you, you have a penchant for loving the World War II genre. Penchant. And this is the first time we really take a look at the war in the air. <laughs> Although they fought in the sky, but uh, the just so you know, for those of you wondering, this is not a factually. Uh, uh, this is not a factual film. This is something I read said. There's nothing factual about this film. Yeah, they except the name of the plane. Yeah, Everything else it, is made but up. But they said it happened. <laughs> they, t- they took. Well, no. What they did was they took. They took. This is like an amalgam of different stories, that, different missions, different missions, yeah, and, all stuff, and they crammed them into one movie. The Memphis Bell. Uh, they actually is a film. William Wyler shot that's it. That's right. Uh, and that's a documentary. The, and that's a documentary. And his daughter is the executive producer on this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess she wanted to do right by him, but uh, they really wanted to make a movie about the 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 uh, the war in the, the air. war in the air. Yeah, so yeah. that's really what this is. Yeah, uh, with an all star cast of young studly muffins, young little babies. <laughs> you got to see what, what about Sean Aston with no shirt? How'd oh, that work man. out? What about Sam Wise Gamgee? Sam with Wise no, Gamgee with no shirt. How did that Ooh. do it for you? Uh, sure. <laughs> Wow! I'll take you to I'll take you to Moto, Mister. My, oh, my yeah. lady boner didn't even lift. No, Whoa. no, wow. didn't even. Not even. Not even, stuck, stuck, even huh? a little. Not a twitch. Not even a quarter. The landing gear was stuck. Nothing. All right. Well, so. tell us. Did you tell us about the movie? Did you like the movie? Um, no, I did not like this movie. You did not like this movie. I'm shocked. I would rather watch a documentary than watch. This it's out movie. there. It's, it's out, out there. there. You can watch yeah. it. That's there all I thought at the end. I'm like. I could have watched a documentary and not watched this film. Uh, what, what, what didn't you like about it? Uh, I just didn't like the story. And like mm. everyone was happy in the end. I didn't like it. <laughs> I, I wanted more war. I wanted to feel more. I get Gee. like, yeah, you might fall off the plane. and That's kind of scary. But <laughs> Get shot out of the air. <laughs> Christ. I don't know. Well, it not- had its suspense, but... Uh, what about Billy Zane? Get to see Billy, Billy Zane. Billy Zane is always a bad guy, huh? He's, he wasn't a bad guy in this one. He's yeah. a bad guy. Not really. Kinda. He is a bad guy. No. He, uh, I wouldn't say he's a bad he guy. Misled, he misled the other guys. He's, he's just a, an asshole. He said, let's push him out the plane. <laughs> They're like, how's he going to pull the chute? 
don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess it is pretty bad. It is bad. <laughs> that is well, because he wanted yeah. him to live, though. He was so desperate mm. that he wanted him to live. He knew that. Don't I mean, take he, him involved. At this point, he's seen. I mean, the that was escape. a valid. <laughs> he's seen the Great Escape. He knows that they'll treat him well. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love that joke about amputates the leg, then the other leg, and he goes, how about the arm? No, we think you're trying to escape. <laughs> um, Billy Zane, I just always looks like a bad guy. Right when I saw him, I'm like, he better not be a bad guy, because that's... It's the mustache. He has a little mustache. He looked good in the uniform, though. He looked oh, yeah. very swaggery. Still got his hair. Ram. Um, Harry Connick Jr. was a surprise when I saw him. I'm like, is that... He looks like a baby. What a baby. And then when he, I, I was like, wow, he's a good singer. And then he sang, and I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he was a singer, not an actor. Yeah, he yeah. was. If you ever want to see a great Harry Connick Jr., he, he did a movie called, I think it was called Copycat. Yes. With Sigourney Weaver. God. Where he plays like a psycho Ugh. killer. And he is, he is nuts in that movie. Yeah. Where Awful. else do we know David Sh- Strathern? Strathern. We've seen him so far in, uh, well, you know him from... Uh, um, There's one when they were like in a base camp, right? Is he in that? With, he's uh, been in a, the River Wild. Give, a, give us a breakdown of David Strath. How about, did you ever see LA Confidential? He's in LA Confidential. He's oh, in, he was in Godzilla. I felt like he was Godzilla. in something we saw. Yeah. He's in. He has been in something we saw. Uh, boo, 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 oh, I did boo. see him in LA Confidential. But he, I thought he was in a movie we just recently saw. What's the one with Meryl Streep where she's got a... Uh, oh, he, he's in A League of Their Own. Yes. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the owner. The, yeah, yeah. The, he's not the, he's, like he's, he's not the owner. He's the... Oh, Eight Men Out. He's in Eight Men Out. He's the pitcher. Mm-hmm. He's the big name in that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. He's, oh, D.B. Sweeney was in that, too. They were reunited for this movie. Wow. D.B. Sweeney playing... Wow. David Strathairn is always good. No matter what he's playing, he's Eric, always good. Look, you know this is this movie is so corny, uh, but I still have a soft spot for it. <laughs> but I'll tell you what: uh, who's always good also is Eric Stoltz is always yeah, good and stuff. That's right. Uh, Even if he's in a movie for five minutes, he's yeah, always good. Yeah. You didn't like him in this one, Justine. You didn't feel like Eric Stoltz. Oh, quoted. Danny boy! I, I thought it was cheesy when uh, he started reading from that. Oh, what was he reading? W-B-E's. His poetry. Yes, he started reading the poetry, and I was like, "This is getting cheesy." Then when he woke up, I'm like, "And he died again." I was like, "All right." It's fine. You're you're fine with it. Okay with it. Um, you were you weren't worried about the mission. You you knew they were gonna bomb it and I come back. I just did not care. I had no feelings for anyone. Wow. I didn't care at all for any of them. Was it being in the air? Did it kind of have a disconnect? No, a no. But we went to um, flights of imagination. I guess his flights mom's boyfriend. He does this thing with this air show, <coughs> and when we go, we've been in one of those planes. Remember, Patrick? You've been or? in a B seventeen. Yes. How was it? In and the we air? saw like the setup and everything, and how like the little bunks and what they look through, and we went in the little cockpit. Really? Yeah. They weren't very big. Like no, they're big, sad. but not inside. No. Yeah. And then you put like what ten guys? In yeah, there yeah. Or whatever, yeah. 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 So watching it is pretty cool to see um, a team working together. That's mm-hmm. nice to see that they had like distrust they had to do with everyone, um, but. And and not only that, um, the other planes like they had to look out for each other because the fighters yeah. are like gone. They have no fighter cover, so it's like they all have to. Yeah. When they walk. were taking all that flack, you didn't get nervous. No, I think they should have maybe put half of those people that we did know into some of the planes. That one that broke apart and two you can't though because that's not the crew. <laughs> but yeah. then no, but I mean like they should have had us care about someone else and have oh. them all die. Like half of the people die. You've only got so many hours in the movie. Yeah, but like I just. <laughs> You didn't, you didn't connect with anyone? No, just 
Not even Harry Connick when he was dreamy and singing. <laughs> dreamy. Oh, Danny Boy. Oh, Danny Boy. Now, I'm trying to figure out if you like Harry Connick, because he is a Sinatra fan. I love Harry Connick. Yeah. He's a great, he's actually a great musician. And he studied under, he studied with the Marcellus family. Ellis, Brenford Marcellus and, wow. and, and Wynton Marcellus' dad was his piano teacher. No kidding. Yeah. He and Bubbles. Yeah, he, uh, he, uh. I mean, he did. He got kind of pigeonholed as like a crooner, but he's an actually a, a very. He's a really good musician. He's got a hell of a voice. Yeah, and it, that's him playing the piano. Right? Yeah. If you ever hear some of his just New Orleans piano stuff, it's fantastic. Really, really. Good. Are there albums that's just the piano? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did one every. Um, he had a. He was known for doing an album every. I think every five years, and it was just called. So it was whatever age he was at the time. So there's like twenty, twenty five, thirty. I think he stopped finally because he's like, oh my God, I'm going to eventually have to do 40 and 50. But they're all just him with the piano. Some, some vocals, some uh, beautiful stuff. It's like Nat King Cole. He was the piano guy. And then once he started singing, everyone forgot he could play the piano. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, what did you think? Uh, Memphis Bell, let's talk about it. Bombers. Meh. What happened? What, what? <laughs> what happened? Wow. The only part I really liked was I liked, as Justine said, I liked that you got to see the setup inside the plane mm -hmm. and how, like, they were all stationed and everything and, mm -hmm. like, they fit their own roles. I thought that was really cool because you don't usually see the inside in depth like that. Um, but, yeah, you, I mean, you don't really, the people, while historically you know how impactful it was, like, the, the deaths that happen in this movie aren't meaningful because you only see them from the outside. You yeah. only see them from the outside. You have no personal connection, and it just doesn't... Well, no, one guy you see falling to his death. Yeah, what about the guy that falls out of the nose? The dummy? It wasn't a dummy. It was a little model. Yeah, it was a <laughs> um, Yeah, now it's only a the model. dummy. Yeah, I just didn't... I didn't love it. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool to see, you know, my grandfather was a navigator. Wow! Yeah. What yeah. kind of bomber? Uh, I do not remember. Find out for that yes. for us for next time. Yeah, did he, did, he, uh, he did a lot of things. Europe or the Pacific? Europe. Wow. Um, so probably did he make it to the end of the? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He wow. got shot down a couple times. Uh, no shit. Oh wow. All sorts of fun stuff. He yeah. got shot down a couple of times. Yes. Christ. I think twice, if I remember correctly. Wow. Um, That's crazy. Is your grandpa I, still around? No. No. Oh, he, okay. he was passed long before I was born. Uh, yeah. Um. But he also did like other. He was a navigator for a lot of different planes for the military. Wow. Kind of cool. Wow. Um. So that part was cool. That was like nice to see sort of what he did, but. Overall, you don't have time to develop any care for any of these guys or any interest. And the story itself is not that strong. Are you trying to tell me that Harry Connick Jr. Dream, singing Danny Boy was enough to draw you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. From uh, Glenn to Glenn. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I think I know why we watched this film. You, you watched... <laughs> like, hey. Lithga John Lithgow's character kind of really captures it well. It's a puff piece movie, uh -huh. is what it feels like. And that's, right. that's what the story is. And it doesn't feel real. It, it doesn't. Okay. Um... So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I think the only part I liked it was, just was okay. um, when it's on fire, their um, engine is on fire, and they have to do the dive down. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then it, then they were fine. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh. You wanted more... You never felt like they were in danger. They were all too... No. 
it, it never felt okay. I, if they crashed the plane at the end, that would have been good. Yeah, where if, if that wheel blew never up and went they down, all died, like that would have probably been one. If that wheel one. never went down, yeah, there yeah. you go. It would have been, oh. been more realistic, right? Like, the real one, they all nobody died, right? Nobody died. So, well, I mean, they would all. There were different. Oh, different crews. They. They rotated out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it's tough to do this story because you don't have the same guys every time. Yeah. yeah. One of the guys, I think the, I, I was reading somewhere the the tail gunner, and maybe the radio guy, the the real, the, who were on that plane, actually ended up in the Pacific, and like the tail gunner, ended up, uh, he was a B twenty nine, which is the bigger bomb. The, that's the the plane that dropped the atom bomb. Jeez. They were using those over in yeah in the Pacific. He was a tail gunner. He got transferred to the Pacific. Christ. So they made it all the way. They finished their rotation and they got rotated. Like once the war ended, it's like, well, we you guys are still on active duty. They, they send you to the Pacific. Can you imagine? You're like, hey, we're done. We beat Hitler. Nope. nope. Still, there's still a war going on, so you got to go over there. God. So a couple of those guys ended up in the Pacific. Yeah. Lovely. And then why wouldn't they just jump out with their parachutes if like they were having such a hard time? Because imagine trying to get trying to get out of there. It's not. It's cramped. Yeah, it's cramped. Like, how are you going to get out? Like, you saw how the pilots had to get into the plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine the plane spinning out of control, like centrifugal. You've been on that ride at the, you've been on that ride at the fair, right? Where you, you the gravitron or whatever, where they spin you and you just end up getting adults, stuck. Do, adults don't go to the fair. <laughs> spin you right around. <laughs> UFO like one? a record baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right you know, so, so imagine like the plane that the the other one that f- broke apart was like they were spinning. Like you can't just. Like people in the nose are screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe the guy in the tail got out. What if you're in the turret? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you're screwed. If you're in the yeah. turret, you're so screwed. Yeah, you're locked There's in. There's so many ways you can tell yeah. why he didn't want to be down there. There's so many ways you're going to eat it in that turret. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 It kind of reminded me of. Um, did you guys watch? End up watching Road or Ice Roads? No. Okay. Ice Road Truckers. The no, you're talking about the, the, the Liam Neeson. <laughs> we always Not say that. Good show. Not your show. We always yeah. say that. Decent because show. they always have like a mechanic with them and the driver. Mm-hmm. So then the mechanic is there to just help. So it kind of felt like when they had the doctor on board, like that was there to help them out too. But well, they had the the one guy. His job was to be the engineer. What was the? He was the guy. What the guy that was the, the Virgil was yeah. the guy that was Virg, supposed to. Virgin. Yeah, he was supposed to be like the the engineer. He was supposed to fix <laughs> stuff that could go. I mean, imagine you're in a plane and stuff's just going wrong with it. Like, yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I like, enjoyed. Like, I enjoyed that. It's yeah. just they just didn't do enough. For okay, uh, Jake. You know what I like in a movie? You like a character a shoehorn, a shoehorn, <laughs> a bit where shoehorn you, number. In yeah, there. yeah, where you just uh, yeah. and then the balloons all come down from Glen to Glen. <laughs> you really liked Carrie Connick, though. I like that you liked his that delivery good. on that. Yeah, um, I, he definitely had like a Frank Sinatra, yeah, yeah. vibe to him. That's kind of the way they pigeonholed him at first. This was yeah. off of uh, this is right after uh, when Martin. Harry met Sally. Yeah, he was huge off of that soundtrack. Yeah. Basically, made that's him. right. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's all over that soundtrack. That, yeah. basically, that basically, yeah. But w- tell us about the movie, Jake. What did you think? Movie. I think the first the first half they're trying to make sure you like everybody. <laughs> yeah, and it just I just I just couldn't I like just, we get I it. Couldn't bond. I couldn't. It didn't. It didn't work for me. Okay. The first half. So then, when they're up in the air, I'm like, "Yeah, this is like this is interesting, but I'm just not. Inter- I'm just not invested. You don't care. You. They didn't I just give don't you, really care. They didn't give you guys any character. They didn't give me a reason. They didn't give me a reason to care. I just think. Um, they showed like the camaraderie. I blame the director them. on this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They could have shot a lot of things differently. Yeah. All right. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I wonder what else he's done. 
it's Michael Michael Keaton. Keaton. Uh, do you have director that? Michael Keaton Jones? Keaton Jones. I was not I, I, that name kind of rang a bell, but I wasn't familiar with him. Uh, Basic Instinct. There you go, John. Rob Roy, Our Ladies, Asher, MI5, City by the Sea, Rob Roy, Trinity, Scandal, Screen 2, Bronze, Riveteer. Oh, he did Basic Instinct 2. Doc Hollywood. Oh, those are Doc those Hollywood. Yeah. Was his other big hit. Hmm. Doc Hollywood. The Jackal. Dusty Spring. Rob Roy. Something. You're not a big fan of I Rob saw Roy. Rob Roy, yeah. That was Liam Neeson, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But yeah, it was no, okay. Nothing good. <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah, there are some directors fine. like that that are just kind of workmen. Like, mm-hmm. just get, like, That's right. They get it done. They get it done, but there's nothing, nothing to write home about. Which was this movie. They got it done. Nothing to write home about. John. Yeah. Memphis Bell. Talk it, about it. It's entertaining, but it does feel by the numbers, it feels kind of Hollywood and corny. And, you know, it feels like, in a way, it kind of feels like um, what a war movie in the 40s would have been. Exactly. Sanitized. Yeah. It plays like a movie that would have That's been true. in the theaters when this takes place, where you've got this group of guys and they're all kind of lovable and there's conflicts, but nothing really terrible. And then you're rooting for them at the end. Are they going to make it? And it just felt. You know, for as far along as we are, and sure, it just by, seemed a little corny. Because by this time, we've—I mean, this is a year after we see Glory, right? Like a movie like Glory, yeah. which yeah. we all watched. It right? kind of felt like a war propaganda film where they're just trying. And that's to like, the way they were in yeah. the forties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also for me, after seeing. This is way after the fact, but after you've seen something like Saving Private Ryan, you realize um, there is another way to do a war movie. Sure, that is gritty and they take the time to really get into all the characters that plays into it We've and also so many other movies that are better than that. exactly and yeah. it, it, something like saving private run you don't feel the need to make them all um like nice guys or like Mm-mm. characters you could identify with all the time sometimes they get a darker side or they're gritty and, sure and you're really thrown in with them yeah I think what we're trying to say is our standards are higher than this mario yes they're better well, here's Understandable. why. Understandable. I'll tell you why. <laughs> just let me add. It does. It is beautifully shot. Oh yeah. It couldn't have been easy with all like those it. planes. You know. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of work, even with what they did, just making that even look like anything. So it, it's not that it looks inept, or not technically well done. It's just that the story, the writing, the, these are all good actors, but they don't have much to work with. It yeah. feels very sort of corny and old fashioned. And maybe people loved it, you know? It was a feel-good movie. Unfortunately, but. that's the same problem that you get with a movie like Red Tails that Luke, that uh, George Lucas did. Oh, I didn't did, see that. Uh, where you wanted it to be a little bit more gritty. Yeah, yeah. And it was a little bit more... Sanitized. A little more sanitized, obviously, because he, I think he was going for that PG rating. Mm. Uh, so it's especially something after... Um, like you said, Saving Private Ryan, you were saying, okay, now we're going to do a movie in the air... And it's going to be a little bit more gritty and realistic. Because they pull no punches. Saving Private Ryan pulls no punches and what, as far as what's going on and the characters and the motivation. And, and what, what's awful is you get you keep getting movies like Pearl Harbor by Michael Bay. That yeah. Just, that just look like a video game. I couldn't even finish that. Yeah. That doesn't even have the expertise that this had. It looks like it's a video game. The characters are complete cardboard cutouts. Mm-hmm. These may not be really in-depth performances, but compared to something like Pearl Harbor, holy cow. Yeah. 
But no. I, it's like what Justine said. You watch this movie, and what you'd like to see is a documentary. Thank God that exists, and it was shot at the time. It was shot sure. in real time. So I, I'm going to try to find that. It's on, I believe you can find it on YouTube, on the yeah, YouTube. Probably. And I think he lost like half his hearing shooting that movie. He's on board with them. I think that's the movie he lost about 50% of his hearing. Yeah. Something exploded or went off, and he just, that was it. He went like deaf in one ear. Um, but that's something I'd like to see, the real Memphis Belle. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, there's so I much saw more. It when, I, when we were searching for it on um, Amazon. Oh, so it maybe. showed a documentary right next to it. That's it. That's the one, yeah. Did, was it in color? I wonder if he shot it in color. It is. I oh, okay. believe it is. Because that's amazing that he picture, shot that. The in... picture is black and white. What was that documentary where they, um, where they like recolorized everything? Oh. oh, we will not grow old. That's World War One. With yeah. uh, how, was, it was, how was that? It was uh, with um, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson was fantastic. Yeah, I want to see. If you ever get a chance, check it out. Yeah. Um, they had to redo all the audio and everything, and they like they brought in professional uh, lip readers to try wow. to figure out what they everyone was saying. Oh man, that's heavy. What's yeah. really crazy is they have all the. It's like they did an, It must have been um, like an oral history project with all these surviving. World War One guys, so they must record it maybe in like the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. So you actually have them narrating the whole thing. There's no oh, cool. outside ah, narrator. It's the real guys. It's the real That's guys. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I know they they got it at the correct speed. All that footage would have been mm-hmm. all sped up, and they got the sprockets at the right speed. They had to digital. do a lot of um, they had to do a lot of visual effects for it too because um, it's in widescreen. And there's just a lot of imp- there's just a lot of information. There's a lot of part- parts of the shot that weren't actually. It would there. have been all square. So completely. they had to uh, they had to kind of fill in the gaps. So if you really go cool. to if you go to Google and you look up Memphis Bell, um, you will find the Library of Congress website actually has the video. It's called the Memphis Bell Story of a Flying Fortress, and uh, it's the actual movie. It's 40 minutes long. That Did that bad. run in theaters or was that tricks? I believe it was. So be- that was like propaganda for the civilians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, producing cooperation with the Army Air Force. The all aerial combat film was exposed during air battles over enemy territory. Wow. So uh, I don't I don't understand why war movies don't take that grittier approach because mm. it's just it's so much more interesting. I mean longest it's, day has its it, like, does, it doesn't get too gritty in some parts. That's but, the sixties. But it's the sixties, but you're also yeah. watching paratroopers land into like a burning building yeah, and blow you still up. See Even that though they're happening. dummies, yeah. you know, you're just you're you still didn't get like, that at all in this film. Yeah. My I'll tell you why I like this movie. Um it's not for the acting, it's not for the Danny boy. For me, this is the only movie that we, we talked about. For me, the the star of the movie is the airplane. Mm. Yeah. So for me, like you guys, all the stuff you guys touched on, watching how they work together and how they had to fly in formation. And, you know, a lot of that is BS, too. I mean, like, they would never go around a bomb site again. It's like you would just peel off and take off because you you would expose. You know how long it takes to turn around yep. in a plane especially like that? The, yeah, yeah especially plane. with, like, flag. You'd lose all these planes. They mm. would never allow that. So you would just peel off and go back home. How long did they say in the movie where, like, it five would take, minutes. like, an extra, like, five an extra minutes. five minutes? Yeah, another would, extra five minutes under artillery, being, yeah, yeah. under anti-air fire. So for but for me, mm-hmm. even though there's that, that, like for me watching seeing these planes that you know obviously someone restored these planes. Yeah, and there's still some that are working, and a lot of it's model work and stuff like that. But for me, it was always about I like the planes, I like those yeah. scenes, the, you know how they what it looked like when you were actually on a mission, like yeah. all that stuff. You don't see many yeah. movies that take yeah. that touch on that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and like what physically, like you said, like uh, the the guy that's doing the bomb site. And the yeah. other guy's doing the navigation, and it's like, what is that like in a moving plane? Yeah, you know? and then you have, it's weird, like, they had, like, old school, like, autopilot, where it's like the bomber has, <laughs> the bomber has control now. You're like, 
He's like, hey, I'm giving you control yeah, to yeah, the bombardier. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now you're going to be in control, like the, like the pressure of having to hit that target. And, and all doing all that while they're shooting at you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, it's like with that tomato, uh, what is it, the tomato, tomato soup? Tomato soup, yeah, yeah. I, okay, that scene made me laugh. When he's like, it's not me. Well, it's not me. Well, it's definitely not me. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's tomato soup. Uh, yeah, it was weird to see Matthew Modine where you see him doing something like Full Metal Jacket where he's Joker. And you know he can act, and then here he's so straight. Yeah. So, yeah. And this is that's not a flashy part. Yeah. When you get a script like that, I'm sure it's like, hey, I get to be the cut-up. He's got to play it like Super down the straight. line. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, he was good at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, because he doesn't really let loose until he busts open the champagne. Yeah. He's like, he's just not going to, you know. Even- I, I feel bad for him when he always goes, I'm not that bad. Like when he's yeah. like, uh, where they're all making fun of him. Like, there's always a guy like that. Yeah. When you think about it, there's always a guy like that. Where he's like, you can come work for me, guy. Like he's so, <laughs> he's yeah. so earnest about he got it. So yeah. he's so, yeah. He got so sad when they all started making fun of him, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was like one of those things where they, they probably figure, well, it's our last mission, so we can say this stuff now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just feels he feels bad. But, you know, it's fun as far as it goes, but you realize somewhere in here is a real movie about the real thing. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Yeah. And it's buried under all the, yeah, yeah. the cornball stuff. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> we keep singing that. And on top of that, when he starts singing, it doesn't sound like it matches. Not that it's out of sync, but you're going, okay, the sound now is coming from another oh. direction. Oh, yeah, 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 it doesn't sound like he's singing. <laughs> he's not in the he's not in the hangar there. Uh, but he's so I kept thinking, you know, he's so um you know, he's so casual and so uh I keep expecting him to do that sort of like it's very simple, Porky. Yeah. You just open up and go home. He does have a very big we should how did they not do a Harry Connick and somebody else like road pictures like in the nineties? That would have been the that would have been the only way. You're right. They tried to do it like, you know, spies like us and Ishtar. If they had gotten Harry Connick Jr. and Who would have been his sidekick in the nineties though? Who would have been a good partner for him? I don't know, Bill Murray. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that could have worked because that's what you need. You hit it. You need a guy who can sing and who's real, sort of like, oh, it's nothing to it. You just, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. just lighten a cigar. It's very simple, Porky. <laughs> Yeah. You just sing like this. Let the old groaner take care of them. Slow oh, chicks. When my dream <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so for me, the, the, the star of this movie has always been the, the, the aerial sequences sure. mm-hmm. the airplane. Sure. sure, and they did a good job on the plane. It is yeah. super It is super cheesy. It's, it, like you said, John, it's a cornball. It's a throwback to... It feels like a movie that would have been playing in 43, which yeah. is... yeah. And that's when it took. Oh, over. but even a movie like Fourteen, we watched Sahara. Even that was a little more. Gritty. That was pretty damn gritty. Even that yeah. was a little more gritty. Uh, so there yeah. were people trying to push the envelope. Yeah. You know, not everybody. Hol- not you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little cheese, a little wine, and I then think a lot of Frenchy. a lot of our favorite war movies, or at least Justine's favorite war movies, kind of, kind of like bridge, like they're kind of right in the middle. Where they do have that camaraderie, yeah, yeah. but it is still pretty. It's, it's got to be dark. believable. Yeah. It can't just feel like it's out of the script. Well, you look know? at and look at it this way, Justine. You you what you like the longest day. There's not a lot of time for character development because there's so many characters, so many people. But it's still such a well done movie that you're interested in the bigger. It's more but of a still, big picture you movie. You still learn some characters that end up dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still you get emotional. Oh, like the guy with the clicker, Salminio with the clicker, uh. and then. Yeah, you have some kind of emotion. They still show people dying. Yeah, you give exactly. them recognizable quirks to identify yeah. without having to and like. It's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah for fine. a three-hour movie. One, if I'm gonna learn these people and their names, kill some of them, please. Yeah, you, just put well, them on a different plane. God, don't just wound one. Yeah. How did you like uh, Saving Private Ryan? We've never seen it. it. We're gonna watch oh, it. Yeah, she's never seen it. We're gonna watch snap. it. 
Oh man. Oh, you uh, want people to? And I was like, Oh, you want people to die? The you know. Okay. We may we we may we may we may skip ahead and for. For Veterans Day, we'll. Oh yeah, we'll, that's a good Veterans one. Day, we'll watch that. I think I've uh, seen it. The sniper scene is. You would remember. The most you would stressful. It'll you never started it, but you didn't finish it. It'll never leave your brain. I, think I saw yeah. like they were like, uh, they're saw- on the beach, everyone was dying, and then they go to like a building, and then they're shooting up because yeah. someone's like sniping at them, right? Yeah, yeah. That I might have seen the whole thing. Yeah. What's crazy about that movie is that by the end, it starts out super realistic, and by the end, it's like an episode of combat where you have like, <laughs> but it's like a more realistic it episode. It sure raises the bar. Where it's like one squad. I'll fighting. tell you this. I can say this safely. You will not complain that it's not realistic no, enough. No, no, no. Oh, my <laughs> God. I typically don't like him. Uh, let me tell you, he's only in like maybe a fourth of it because it's, not even that. they're trying to find him. He's the guy they're trying to find. Mm-hmm. You get through three fourths of the movie before he even turns up. Yeah. I really liked, have you seen Hack? Saw Ridge uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that was the one that was directed by Clint Eastwood, right? You'd probably yeah, did like. Did you watch that? Didn't see it. I didn't see it. That was was good. it good? Good stuff. He's just um, saving people, and he's this scrawny little guy, but he's like pulling, picking up these bodies, going up the hill. Oh, um, I don't think that's Clint Eastwood. At him, and he's that just trying to save them. Look that up. I, I heard good things about that, but I don't think it's Clint Eastwood. You'd probably like American. And that Sniper was uh, that yeah. was a true story, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay. I think he won the Navy Cross. Uh, not Clint Eastwood, different racist. Uh, <laughs> wow, Mel Gibson. Oh, that's right, Mel Gibson. Different racist. Different racist. <laughs> uh, no, Clint Eastwood's not racist. He's just really conservative. There's moments. This one, you can be look. You can be really conservative and be. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember ever reading anything about Clint Eastwood being a racist. He's, he's super conservative. Yeah. Look, hey, Jimmy Stewart was super conservative and he bombed Nazis. <laughs> Think about that. Jimmy Stewart was the pilot. Flew yeah. B seventeen. A real one. Mm-hmm. Flew B seventeen. Now, now, now. Eat and shit, you damn Nazis. Yeah. 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 Thank God he wasn't the bomber. No, 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 no. We're gonna, we're gonna drop. Now, all account of the no, three, three. One, one, one. We're gonna. Uh, Bombardier, we've missed the target. Thank God he wasn't the radio operator. <laughs> no, It'd be no, great no, if no. you want me to shoot the moon, Mary. Now, yeah, now, sure. now she here. Now she here, Papa. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, that's back when the Nazis were the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. You know when Americans realized that the Nazis were the bad guys. Yeah. Back, know. back, back. Uh, Things those, were a simpler time. Uh, those it was were the a simpler days. time. There weren't good people on both sides. Mm. I just think we got spoiled with some movies that we know now, yeah. especially like Dunkirk. That, that Dunkirk, the air, but American, sure. American Sniper is another great. Yes, Enemy yes. at the Gates. Yeah, yes. Enemy at the um, Oh, and the Hurt Locker. Hurt. Oh God, Hurt yeah. Locker's great. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to some of these, but yeah. Uh, for me, this movie has always been about the airplane. So that, I give it. It's not a great movie, but I do like those scenes. So. Yeah. When it was four dollars on Voodoo, I bought it. So, if you want to watch a good and then uh, airplane suffered. movie, Thanks. just watch Top Gun. There are certainly worse movies. This is not like yeah. a bad uh, movie. Yeah. No, it's not bad. <laughs> it's just not. It just it was... lacks substance. Here's the thing: guys. the bar is pretty high now for war movies. I've also yeah. said, I've also given you guys. Look, I've been feeding you gourmet food <laughs> for so long now, and I slipped a, I slipped a McDonald's cheeseburger in there, and you guys yeah, are acting like, what like the a, fuck is this? You guys are acting like I poisoned you. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I didn't feel like I was poisoned. It's well, when you eat, sure. when you eat nothing but filet mignon for a year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get and I wouldn't even say this like, is McDonald's. Maybe is this? this is like uh, you know, uh, what's a step above like McDonald's? Wendy's or something? Oh, it's like Carl's Jr. Square meat. Yeah. Uh, it's square meat. <laughs> Justine, let's like, rank Memphis Belle. Oh, I like spam. That's rectangle. Obly. Um, I give it a five. You give it a five. All right, wow. that's better than I thought you were going to give it. Patrick, five. Five. Jake. Mm, I was gonna. I was gonna say six, but then I'll. We'll say five and a half. Five point five. John. Six. 
Uh, listen, this is a five, but that Harry Connick Jr. singing Danny Boy, mm. yeah. six. That, that game. <laughs> oh, Danny you're Boy. Giving a, you're giving it a six, then? Yeah, I'll give it a six. All right. I love how he's all, well, somebody has been like, uh, you know, badgering me to sing. What's up? Next week. What's up? Edward Scissorhands. No, we're going to wait for Christmas till out. (laughs) No. (laughs) Because. No, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't do that. I already typed it in there. No, no. So you're gonna add. Gotta mess around with this when you like dropped all these. Like they're they're gonna see the big board. (laughs) (laughs) They'll see the big board. They'll see the big board. They'll see the big board. Let's answer the question. Matthew Berkey asks, "What is our favorite Mario Brothers game?" Justine. Mm, Hold on. She screamed it from the. She screamed it from the rooftops when you first said it. I want to see if there's a different game. Patrick. Paper Mario. Paper Mario. Wait, the first one? Mm-hmm. The one on N64. Okay. Paper Mario? What do they call one. it that? Because it's two... Because he's, he's made of paper. He oh. turned to paper. He goes two-dimensional. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was a, I was a big fan of Super Mario Sunshine growing up. Oh, God. Loved it. Ugh. What, what is the one where he's got the hose on his back? And yeah. it, it's, just a, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> Why do they call it sunshine? You're um, a bunch of bullshit. That's a good by one. By the way, the, today's question was uh, was Matthew Berkey uh, was our question. Uh, <laughs> Why do they call it sunshine? Because <laughs> he's got a fucking flower on because his back. Because he tries, he tries to go on vacation. <laughs> And then uh, oh, that's right. He's at the beach. And then there's oh, a, there's, a, there's, a, the there's a Mario imposter causing trouble, and so they put him in jail. And in order for him like to Wild leave Cat the Kelly. island, he has to fix all the problems that the imposter it's did. It's so it's like fucking it, They took dumb. the plot of Buster Keaton's The Goat, yeah. and they made it into a video. So it's game. for little kids. Yeah. No, 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 no. Exactly. No. I was a little kid when I played it. Uh, it's at MR underscore Berkey, B-U-R-K-E-Y. If you'd like to follow Matt, that was his question today. It's so good. It's uh, like you're stuck in the McDonald's playground and can't get out. Uh, I got to go uh, I, I probably, I mean, we're not talking about the original Super Mario Brothers. Uh, That's the I, only thing I ever played was Donkey Kong. <laughs> I loved uh, I loved the original <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. It's still tough to beat for me. But Super Mario Galaxy, yeah, I, really enjoyed, yeah. I really enjoyed on the 64. You no, that was on the Wii. You could have bought it for Mario your Switch. Party was great too. Mario Party was fun. I don't necessarily. I mean, that's a point. Mario game. But that's yeah. Like I mean, you play with friends. You can't play it solo. You have to play it in a group of like four. What about or better. Uh, what about Doctor Mario? Oh. What about a Mario Kart? Oh. What about Mario Golf? No. Yeah. Uh, Justine. No. Still Yoshi's Island DS to 2006. What's your favorite? It's the only one I got from start to finish, and I ha- I completed it completely. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you guys a question. I got all the stars. And that came out on the Super Nintendo it. too. What is your favorite uh, Doctor or not Doctor? What's your favorite Super Mario song? You guys have a favorite theme? No. I like Del- I like Delfino Plaza from <laughs> Mario Sunshine. How about this one from Doctor Mario? I mean Rainbow. I guess when he goes in the Do you ever play this, Dr. Mario? It's basically Tetris, but you're battling another person. Like, here, sucker. How many Super Mario uh, Brothers uh, games have there been? A lot. Dozens. A lot. Dozens? Do you have an hour? What do you think? 50? At least. There's a lot. I mean, especially if you consider all like the spinoff games, there's a lot. Yeah, because then there's Luigi, there's Wario. Yeah, there's Wario where you got Mario and Luigi, like the Superstar Saga. More than 200. Luigi's Mansion. Jeez. Uh, guys, what a great show we had today. 
You just did a good job. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Even though you didn't like the movie, you guys still showed up and you, you gave it your best. And God bless you. We watched it. We put in the effort. Next week, Edward Scissorhands. Woo. Justine's ready for that. Tim mm-hmm. Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Danny I'm just Elf. Telling Patrick, Danny I think Elfman. I still have my poster in my garage. Wow. To Edward Scissorhands. How much do you love Edward Scissorhands on a scale of one to ten? How hot do you think Edward Scissorhands is? One. So when we all give it fives, how are you going to feel? I'm all right. Because <laughs> she doesn't give a shit about the rest of us. I don't like that answer. All right, I it's love a good you guys. Answer. It's already four o'clock. Jeez. Okay. Wow. Jeez, Louise. All right, for Patrick, for Jake, for John, for Justine, we say this transmission ends now. I almost couldn't say it. Uh, you know, happy travels, happy landings. Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. And down the mountainside. Uh, Unity, this transmission ends now. Mm-hmm. <laughs>